0: Lob Talk Radio. Mm-hmm.
1: law, new world order, FEMA camps, guillotines, aliens, UFOs, fallen angels, Anunnaki, their earth will never be the same again.
2: I'm
3: Alarms are ringing loud, you really seem to hear, it's a minute before you die, it's turning The owls of Patmos too Tell all about your future Yet you're the ones he's speaking to Only those with discernment Not blinded by this world Can see what is the obvious Turn into one, the final eye does what he thinks is right in his own eyes ignore the truth leaders talk about future war it's now just to push away judgment is about to fall on man only the judge can stand the day men led by evil spirits that come from the other side lead It's all written in His Holy Word. The lost. Time to waste, run to the cross. Drink old lies of this age. too small to believe. Pray to future for lust. the lust. Blinded by sin. They call you to join them. It's to the order that Satan has designed. Men getting ready to sell their soul for a chance to receive his farm oh
4: father thank you lord thank you for bringing us to yet another day getting us through the day helping us to stay focused on one day at a time thank you jesus for the intimacy that we have in the morning time when we get up early we praise you for that we thank you for every moment of time that you give us uh in these days that we are in right now especially to draw ever more intimate to you and to be able to sing to you to be able to pray to you to talk to you to be a part and know that you're a part of our lives to be to feel your presence and to feel a sense of responsibility to to you because of all that you have done on our behalf and because of you know just everything having that true godly sorrow and 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 trying to get past our own emotional feelings that we might have because of the days that we're in right now or because of the trials and tribulations that we're dealing with. Help us to get past these things, Father God, and strengthen us as you have promised us in your scripture. We know that everything uh, essentially can be a test. Uh, we know that these tests can be very difficult. We know that there's chastening, and that is always unpleasant. Uh, and we also understand the fiery, fiery trials that are to try us as if something strange has happened to us. Let us not think that. Let us understand that these things are are a part of our progression and and our sanctification process. And now we're, we're running so short on time that we certainly don't want to be, well, slow to making the adjustments that are necessary. And we need your help, Father. We need your help, Lord Jesus, more than ever before, to be strong. There are those who are... In different phases of their lives, as you know, Father God, and, and uh, have been through their own um, portfolio of trials and tribulations and have progressed farther along. Some of them have gotten stuck on rungs of the ladder and have not progressed and or have taken on a new uh I don't know, disposition of understanding along their journey. But nevertheless, Father, we're not here to judge our fellow brothers and sisters. We just want to lift them up and we want to pray in the name of Jesus that you will continue to touch our brothers and sisters across the world, wherever they are, whether they are in Europe, whether they are in the Philippines, whether they are in south southern half, or northern any part of Africa, South America, wherever they are, Father God, in New Zealand or Australia, we just pray in the name of Jesus. We are one body in Christ. We are not all uh, cut from the same cookie cutter uh, 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 pattern and we all need to learn to abide with one another and fall in love with one another and understand what uh, what it meant when we were admonished by your holy scripture, which is the word, which is Jesus, that we will, sh- you know, that, that those of us who are your disciples will, people will know us because of the way that we sh- show love for one another. Especially in the days that we're in today, and it is so rare because there's so much presumptuous sin and demonic influence that is happening, particularly with those who are who believe that they're Christians. and And Father, uh, it's exactly what we would expect. We would not expect the devil to expe- expend resources, demonic resources, on uh, on uh, well, on people that are already on an eight-lane freeway going directly straight to the pit. Uh, and we and please, Father. We pray in the name of Jesus that you will continue to work with us for a physician needs to heal thyself. And then we will be able to do a much, much better job uh, giving our testimony and touching other people's lives and being ready for the days that we have ahead of us imminently. And then hopefully to be found worthy to escape all these things that are about to come upon the earth and stand before the Son of Man. Uh, at the wedding supper, it's the only place it could be because 99% of the Christians that go to heaven are going to be brought into uh, the suburb area, which is the country mansion area outside of the city of the Living God. Hebrews 12:22. Praise God. We thank you for helping us to understand these dynamics. We know that uh, Luke 21:36 is talking about standing right before you, which means that we would be up on Mount Zion, the city of the Living God, and the presence of an innumerable company of angels, just men made perfect, holy Lord. God, Jesus, please, in Jesus' name, we pray that every single one of the listeners of this program are anointed, touched, motivated more than ever before, because we are certainly running shorter of time than we have thus far uh, in this last 12 years. Uh, The Olivet Discourse is reading like a a newspaper, Father, and we praise you for that. And we just pray, Father, that we, you know, that you will help us. Don't let us, please don't let us make mistakes. Please don't let us, you know, we're going to make mistakes, but please, Father, help us along in the journey. Help us along. In the sanctification process, reveal to our hearts powerfully. We pray in the name of Jesus powerfully. In the name of Jesus, that we will know, we will know that we know that we know that we know. There's a way that seems right to a man that leads to the death, and we don't. We want no part of it in the name of Jesus, and we want to be in Your hands, Jesus. We want to be in Your hands, Father. We don't want to jump out of Your hands, and we want to seek You from the in, in an intimate way that we that You are our first love, Jesus, and that we want to be in Your presence at all times and please you and feel blessed and full of joy that we have made it through yet maybe another day maybe another week without slipping and falling or bumping into the guardrail even if that if that is possible nowadays we thank you father for all of the help and assistance never let presumptuous sin seep into our heart and and cause us to uh you know have have a uh, uh, a an egregious sin against thee father keep us with a contrite spirit help us to live and be to be attitudes help us to have the time to be in, in these insane times uh, to be able to put aside the time to read at least the new testament we give you all the praise and glory and honor and now to him our lord jesus who is able to keep us from stumbling and present us faultless before the presence of you father god our savior who alone is wise be glory majesty to Dominion and power, both now and forever. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God, thank you, Jesus. Boy, this has been a busy week with Papa got a pedal, 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 pedal. pedal. popping off. Hallelujah! But it doesn't mean we're going anywhere just yet. So buckle up. I will explain those dynamics to everybody tonight. But first, I want to ask you a question. I have a feeling sometimes that I haven't been cutting edge enough lately, and maybe I need to do like Jesus did when he was standing up on the hill. And he turned around and he said, if you cannot eat of my flesh and drink of my blood, you cannot follow after me. And then everybody turned around and walked away and said, boy, he's some kind of a nutbag. Let's get out of here. (laughs) Maybe I haven't been nutbaggy enough. Um, am looking for numbers. I'm looking for accuracy. I'm looking for Bible mysteries. I'm looking for knowing God on a level that pretty much on a level that troubles people, on the on level that Zen Garcia, Dr. Joy Jeffries Pugh, a lot of people do not accept because, quite frankly, that's why Jesus would put into the scripture, let the reader beware, or he would say, uh, if you can receive it. Well, John the Baptist is uh, Elijah, if you can receive it. See, Christians, what they do is they go, you know, John the Baptist might have gotten, must have gotten a baptism of the Holy Spirit while he's in the womb because he's, he's kicking and jumping around and everything when, when, uh, and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, no, <laughs> read what the Bible says. Why did Jesus say? Okay, John the Baptist is Elijah, if you can receive it. Why did Jesus say <laughs> to the Pharisees, does it not say in your law, uh, you know, and and the law cannot be broken, that I said ye are gods, little g by the way, why is our Heavenly Father called Yahva el God of gods? <sighs> These are the kind of things that excite me about the scripture. You know, I was just having a conversation about all these things. You know, how come it is that so many of the testimonies that are that are the better testimonies that, that uh where people are taken up, you know, in the rapture, they're heading toward a blue object. What's that all about? Why did Jesus ascend up into the sky? Wouldn't he get cold after he got up there after a while? I mean he was in a human body, you know. You wouldn't deny that, would you? No, surely you wouldn't. That would be kind of anti scriptural of you. Doesn't it get cold when you get up higher, get kind of cold? Doesn't the air thin out, you know, get a little hard to breathe up there? Why didn't he just click his fingers and say, see y'all later, and just go right to heaven? You know, what's up with the men angels that went into Watt's house? Oh, they were called men angels. Oh, yes, they were. Well, how come they got stuck inside there? How come Lot tried to give his two daughters to the LGBT, LNLQ, PRST plus people that were banging his door down to get to the two angels because they were good looking? They typically are, you know, blonde haired, blue eyed men. Whatever the case is, you know, if they're, you know, whatever. But not always. Not always. Not always. But anyway, um, what's up with men angels? Why didn't they just say, oh, hey, don't worry about it a lot, man. We'll just kind of like, you know, uh, do like the gray aliens do and part your, you know, kind of, you know, transform the uh, roof, uh, you know, and do this interdimensional thing. And we'll just kind of shoot out the roof of the house or walk right through the wall in the back there. And we'll just get past the LGBT elemental queue. you. You won't even have to offer your daughters to them. They won't take them anyways because they're LGBT. They're trans, you know, like Michael Obama. Oh, boy. Talk about, it. We're, you know, we're running out of time. You know, some of the stuff I like to talk about, you know, how hey, what's up with the, um, you know, uh, in Revelation 12, where it says in twelve fourteen it says, But the woman was given two wings of a great eagle that she might fly to a place where she is fed for times, times, half a time. Times, times, half a time. That's the same period as the Great Tribulation. Ah, oh, that would be at the wedding supper. Why would you be fed? Because <laughs> he's at supper. It is not complicated. But we make it complicated. We love to make things complicated. So we can sell our big, thick book for $39.95 on Revelation and completely forget that there are universes, dimensions. There's untold numbers of trillions of life forms out there. This is a big event. Hallelujah. So what's up with the two wings of wings of great eagle? How come I have multiple uh, testimonies of people being taken up in a rapture and they see a blue object up in the sky? Has anybody spent any time listening to or reading Sergio uh, Manast's write-up on Project Blue Beam? If you read it today, you're going to think the guy was drunk. It is worthless, completely ridiculous, absolutely. Forget it. I, you know, go, go ahead, find it. Go to DuckDuckGo.com and type Sergio Monast, M-O-N-A-S-T, Project Bluebeam. Read it. <laughs> if that ain't a PSYOP, I don't know what is. Anyway, blah, 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 blah. So what's up with that? Why bother even say it? It isn't like the woman sprouted wings and started flapping her wings to get up into the sky a little bit higher. What would she do that for? What's the point? How come when Paul was on the road to Emmaus, there was a big bright light that shined down on his face? Why did that happen? Why didn't Jesus just part the sky? How come it wasn't like an interdimensional thing, like when Stephen was getting pummeled by the rocks, and he looked up and he said the the, the sky was parted, and he was like, holy moly, kind of like Isaiah, when he was like, I am undone, when he saw the throne room, and holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, when the seraphim, which were part of the fallen angels, which are reptilian beings, which are Draco reptilians, by the way, very, very powerful ones, but there were some of the species of angels. How come there's so many different species of angels? Why is it that the true Dudemin mentioned that he saw lights and that the angel brothers came down the road. He thought he was going to get run over by a car because he used to get uh, chased by the Romanian police back then because he was running bibles and then he said that he said that, he didn't know what it was, but they, they traveled in this thing it traveled so fast that you couldn't see anything. He said it in front of a, uh, I, I think it was a uh, Presbyterian church with his son Michael Boldia translating. I have the, I have him actually saying it. Why do you say that for? Her? You know nobody asks nobody asks these questions. You know? why did you know I don't understand what's up with the Lord hanging out outside of Sarai's tent. Okay, the Lord is standing on the ground outside of Sarai's tent. Remember he changed their names? It was Abram and Sarai.
5: Remember?
4: And then they were talking, I guess there was a man I'm pretty sure there was a man angel there with the Lord. And um but the Lord was there. He's like just kind of walking around. And then and 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 then they're like, you know, the saying saying you know to Abram, Hey, you're gonna have another kid. And Sarai's going have any idea how old this dude is? And, they, and the Lord didn't like that much at all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but the Lord was there. But nobody ever asked why. What's up with that? How come Daniel threw himself prostrate on, on his belly, scared to death, because the angel that showed up to him had a face like or eyes like lightning in a face like barrel or I get them reversed sometimes or whatever, but it scared the dickens out of him. He was like, holy majoli, what is this? Oh my gosh, I'm going to get, oh, I've never seen anything like this. He threw himself prostrate. Can you imagine? Right on his belly. He's like, oh no, it's a monster. <laughs> the angel's like, fear not, beloved of the Lord. And Daniel's like, huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, doesn't it get cold the well, higher you go? Oh, but we'll be in the transformed bodies. Oh, really? <laughs> We're going to turn into light beams before we go up in the sky. How-, how come that's not in anybody's testimonies? But they all see a blue object, uh, a blue object up in the sky. At least any of the ones that are worth a darn. Not all, I mean, you know, it's whatever. There's, there are those who had different experiences, I can name names, and, uh, and s- some of them seem to, well, they were death. You know, it, in the dynamic where a person actually physically dies in the flesh and their spirit person, spirit man, leaves their body, the soul energy animates the body, animates the mind, but the spirit man inside of us is very unique and it's that's why the the entities that are referred to in the book of Jude are referred to as twice dead. They're like the giants in the book of giants. When you killed a giant, its its soul with soul energy would go off directly into hell. It would go well into into the spiritual realm and become a demon immediately. That means twice dead. They are alive but they're dead. They're alive, but they're dead. When you kill a gray, what happens? It becomes a demon. Uh, it's a, it, any of these fallen angelic entities, when they get killed, if, you know, I mean, again, I'm not exactly sure how you'd pull that off <laughs> in our current state, but, but wait a minute. Hold on a second. If you go back to the Dulcie Wars and Phil Schneider, you can they had they they had all kind of now granted they essentially lost okay you're dealing with like ray guns and the you know nine foot tall uh, mantis like gray creatures from the bowels of the pit but anyway um you know we 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 just concatenate God we shrink him down into a tiny little teeny weeny little twelve ounce can and then we say oh. That's the God I like. I like that one. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son for whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. That's my God. I'm cool with that. That's where I want to be. I want to hang out there. Of course, that ain't going to help you out an awful lot when you're sitting here twiddling your thumbs going, wait a minute, wait a minute. Where did all those people go? And then… Dun-dun-dun. There's a big round spaceship up in the sky. NASA comes on TV and says, we're here to announce that all the people that were taken were taken by the aliens. And, of course, there will be all these people that believe in Project Blue Beam. they'll go, that's a fake alien invasion. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Talk about another PSYOP. That's a PSYOP, folks. Fake alien invasion. Fake alien invasion. It's a fake alien invasion. Fake alien invasion. Fake, 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 fake. There ain't nothing fake about it. It's in the Holy Bible. It's in Isaiah 13. It is in Revelation 6:12. It is. You've got to understand what you're looking at. You, 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 Joel 2. Joel it's all there. It's all there. Just got to receive it. You got to understand that God talks about the North, South, East, and West as His creation. The kingdom of God is the universe's The kingdom of God are the trillions of life forms. There is a portal from this particular hologram that we are trapped in think quantum physics, particle physics, quarks, bosons, and all that weirdness. okay imagine if you if you shrunk yourself down to the size of a quark, you would be able to float right through a piece of granite, and you would not even be able to see it was there. This is a hologram. Even Einstein said this place is a hologram, albeit a very convincing one. And he was right. He was absolutely correct. This is a containment zone. This is a containment zone. And there is a portal that is in the Orion Nebula that goes into the Eternal Realm that wraps around this. I don't know if the entire Milky Way galaxy is all stuck inside this giant hologram. Could be. But that would also explain why there are so many fallen angelic beings and also God's angels out there flying around in spaceships. Oh, why would a God's angels need a spaceship? Well, if you're a man angel, a man angel, and you're going in the Lot's house, do you need an umbrella if it rains? I've actually had people say no. I'm like, really? So the raindrops just kind of like vaporize before they hit their bodies. No, they need technology, which is an umbrella. Oh. So for anybody out there who is questioning whether or not I'm sane or not... You- Probably made your mind up by now, and you'll be back. But anyway, um, I find it just so fascinating. So I look up the the, uh, the Strong's uh, advanced uh, enhanced uh, uh, concordance on the actual word for the eagle. You know, but the woman was given two wings of a great eagle that she might fly. You know, to to this wedding supper. And um, so anyway, um, it's fascinating because when you look at it, it says G 105, which means Greek 105. And the word is Eidos. And it says, from the same as G109. Okay, now what that means is that the word was derived. Derived. I hopefully you know what that means. It was derived. Doesn't mean it was the same. It says, from the same as 109, and eagle. But it's not the same. It was derived by the interpreters. As being from 109 and it was derived as being an eagle. But it's interesting because it says by virtue of its wind-like flight. Oh, really? So it's automatically an eagle because it has wind-like flight? Is that what you're saying, Mr. Interpreter? And that is exactly what they're saying. Because the great eagle has wind-like flight, must be a bird. <gasps> but what's the bird doing with the woman who is going up to the wedding supper? come. Maybe, come. Maybe she has to eat a crow on the way up because she listened to Johnny Baptist and thought he was complete crazy. No. Think about it. You know, if you're unwittingly entertaining an angel, you know, like it says in Hebrews, you know, be careful how you you, how you treat people or whatever, you know, um, because you might unwittingly entertain an angel. Well, guess what? I don't know about you, but if Daniel threw himself on the ground prostrate and is freaking out about the presence of the angel there, uh, you know, that ain't that's not somebody I'm going to be having, you know, like eggs benedict with. Okay, but now the angels that we're hanging out with lot, I could see myself having ex Benedict with them, the LGBT, you know, and who would have thought? Oh I don't even want to go there. But anyway, I've had enough of that stuff. Praise God, thank you, Jesus, but you know what I think maybe the next program that I do solo, I'm going to talk about these things, and I'm going to go in some great detail. but you know, it says in the Book of Job, um, "Can you loose the belts of Orion?" It's like a dare. It's because Orion is the Orion Nebula has actually has a portal in it that that you can't go through. It it's the passageway, if you will, from the hologram that we're stuck in right now as a prison hologram. Okay, because of stuff we did. Was it because of a girl in a garden eating an apple? Is all this happening because of a girl eating an apple? Hey, try to go into a room full of unbelievers and sell that one. okay (laughs) that ain't gonna work out real good for you uh and never mind if you're trying to help somebody who's science-minded i mean if it wasn't for what the lord has shown me over the last 12 years i my my daughter wouldn't my daughter would be she was totally questioning her faith uh you know because you know quite frankly uh, her mother was um Oh, the earth's only 6,000 years old. No, it isn't, Mom. Yes, it is. And what, what do you see there, Mom? Because the Bible says so, and I believe it. Mm. I was like meeting with my daughter, and she was like sitting there going, Dad, I'm really having a problem with my faith in God. And, you know, Mom said this, and Mom said that. And I'm like, oh, that is just so incorrect, it's unbelievable. I said, Kristen, you know, you know as well as I do that the Earth is millions of years old. Please, I mean, what about Neanderthal man? What about Cro-Magnon man? What about the 16, uh, six, uh, six, uh, what is it, six million year old uh, meteor crater at Arizona Meteor Park? Come on, you know as well as I do that's not correct. She goes, well, you know, supposedly in the Bible. I said, no, it's not in the Bible. People aren't reading the Bible right. Why did Jesus go shooting up in the air? Why was there a bright light shining down in Paul's face? <laughs> Nobody asks these questions. Nobody does, but it makes it so cool. When you get your arms around all these things and you realize there's interdimensional manifestations, there's men incarnations of angels, you know, how, how, do, how do the sons of God come down and into the daughters of men and
2: bear children
4: with them? Come on,
2: work with me here.
4: Okay. Anyway, praise God. I think this is a fascinating topic. I love it. It's one of my favorite ones. Praise God. It helps us to understand our origins. It helps us to understand how Satan works as far as burying or burying uh, incredible truths about who we are, well, sons of God. Who are we and why are we here? And what is the definition of a son of God? You know what that is? Did you know that Lucifer is a son of God? Yes, he is. hmm Yep. Now, I mean, granted, once you're cursed, you know, I I guess at that point you'd probably lose your son of God status. You'd definitely be cursed, twice dead, right? Amen? For sure. So anyway, yeah. It's fascinating. I find, I absolutely love I love this topic and uh, praise God for that. So anyway, maybe we'll go ahead and tackle some of these really cool subjects because they're my favorites. These are the ones that the Lord showed me over the years and have really enhanced and blessed me. Um, there, I might even be able to. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You know, there's so many end times things happening right now. It's 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 very very challenging. Um, I also want to set aside some time to read a bunch of stuff that I have about heaven. A lot of stuff um, that will bless you and help you understand the layout of heaven, help you understand why it's really important to tithe into the kingdom more than 10%. Yep, because that directly reflects your rewards in heaven. Um, Also help you to understand um, so many things, so many things that the Lord has shown me over the years that are all 100% scriptural, very, very powerful. Um, and I would be brokenhearted. No wonder, no wonder, no wonder it always says they will be cast into the outer darkness where there will be wailing and gnashing of teeth. Um, look, (laughs) you know, I'm not, you know, the outer darkness just simply means, the shadowy area of heaven, way far away from the city of the living God. Okay, and there's going to be a lot of people that are just fine with where they end up. They're going to be like, hey, man, I got some really cool Thomas Kincaid, you know, little, you know, beautiful, uh, you know, uh, mansion thing going on here with deer and bear and beautiful trees and, and, and all kinds of stuff, and it is just gorgeous, and I'm I'm fine where I am. But when you're in heaven, there are tasks that those of us who some of us are given, and we're and those tasks, it, we don't have to take them, but we ought to. We sh- should always take them, and it's all about our growth in heaven, and we move up, and we, you know we become more glorified, hopefully, and then we can progress and get closer to the city of God. But the ideal situation is to become part of the ruling class of Jesus Christ, part of a the fellow sufferers, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, His own special people that are called out of the darkness and into His marvelous light. That is who we want to be. Because otherwise, living in these days, man, oh, Daisy, you're asking for a whole hella of ugly. And I pray always to be found worthy to escape all these things that are about to come upon the earth and stand. Right before Jesus, which I guarantee is going to be right there at the wedding supper. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Anyway, on that note, um, hmm, let me see here. Looking at the time. Oh, and Lauren said something about... He had to take one of his sons to a dental appointment. It was pretty important. He, he didn't know how the schedule was going to go. Sounded like a big deal. Um, uh, said he couldn't prep. or I don't, Anyway, it's it's okay. No problem. And we got Brother Sammy Mwangi coming on at 8.15. So i got to scribble out my little note here. He was going to come on. He tried to come on on the last show, but he was a little bit late. And we had already gotten Sister Terry going. So um, I didn't want to do an interruption. I gave him a call. So all is good there. He's got some fantastic news about the Messiah and the work that they did drilling the well, I'm just absolutely blown away that they were able to pull that off. That is just a miracle from Jesus. Okay, because... Now, think about it. Who are we? Who is Jesus? We're foot washers. When we're here on the earth, we're foot washers. So when Sammy's going over there and drilling a 3,000-foot well so the Messiah who don't really believe in Jesus see what Jesus can do for them because of the way that they show their love for them, what happens? I have a testimony from a lady who is, um, she's uh voice of the martyrs on their broadcast. And she was um, captured by the Napoleon police Nepal. Because they don't like it, they, you know. They don't like it. They're very Buddhisty,
2: <laughs> very very Buddhisty,
4: and um, they were actually washing the feet of the Nepal the, the Napoleon people. They took took off their shoes. They got hot water and soap, and they were washing their feet. And they were so blown away that they were actually giving their lives to Jesus. And the police caught them. Took him to the police station, and they proceeded to beat the woman, beat the woman. And her testimony was that while I was being beaten, I did not feel any pain. I did not feel any pain, and I just kept saying, Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. And they kept beating her harder, and she kept saying, Jesus loves you. Isn't that something? Sort of like Stephen, you know? All those rocks hitting him, the Jews throwing the rocks at him, killing him. You can imagine, uh, you know, his head was probably cracking open. he's looking up. He'd never once said, ouch, not one time. I'm pretty sure in my scripture, at least my Bible, it doesn't say, and Stephen cried out in pain and agony because those rocks were hurting him so much. Nope, not even so much as a whimper. But Jesus, now that's a different story. Father, why hast thou forsaken me? Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We praise you, Jesus. We praise you, Jesus, because we are utterly unworthy for all the things that you have laid before us. Help us to walk in perfect communion with your holy will. We praise your holy name and thank you forever and ever, forever and ever and ever for all of eternity. Amen. Praise God. And on that note, we got an awful lot of stuff to cover tonight. So let's hit the news. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Ladies
3: and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please?
4: It's not normal.
3: It's just wrong. Uh, Wrong. It's not normal. This is Jesus. Game over.
6: All
4: right. Praise God. So I'm just going to go ahead and methodically work my way down through the show notes. I had a little, I was blessed and had enough time to put things in kind of good order. At least I tried to, it's hard. Um, but there's a lot to get out and that's okay because, um, we got, oh gosh, let me think. Yeah. I've been doing routinely and habitually making the shows three hours. So I must've, I have to believe that that's what I did um so I think we're fine. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Because uh, let me tell you something. You can't go back on a live radio show and say, oh, I changed my mind. I don't want to do, uh, you know, uh, two hours. I want to do three hours and flip the switch because it don't let you do it. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. So we'll start out with the Mexico Daily Post. And now let me tell you something, folks. Everybody who's ever listened to this radio show. And me talking about, Papa got a pedal, Papa got a pedal, you know, listen, people I haven't heard from in years came out of the woodwork. (laughs) That's how it works.
2: Hallelujah.
4: All right. But we got to talk about that a little bit because we got to help people understand some things. (laughs) Listen, I don't like to be the bearer of what somebody would consider to be bad news. But wouldn't it be worse news if you weren't totally in love with Jesus more than anything? And you were standing here hoping beyond hope that you were going to get that big copper round ball that they have that the entities of darkness the fallen uh uh you know seraphim draco reptilian entities that are all around us the movie they live was so prophetic it's unbelievable uh even at the end of it they had the elites in this dinner and they were talking about like twenty, thirty, or whatever uh being the time that they had targeted for their you know how do you do that with a movie that's like from the 1980s if it's not prophetic come on but anyway um but anyway, so it would be it would be pretty horrible. I would think it was horrible. I would think that you would think it was horrible, knowing that we what we know, all right, or believe. Now, could God shake it up? You know, prayers of the saints. Uh, you know, uh, um, you know, uh, the Book of Jonah, all that kind of stuff. Could God shake it up? Could things change? Could He relent? Could you know the timeline flip? You know, a little bit, you know, whatever. I, yeah, anything is possible. But I'm just looking at the trending. And looking at the trending right now, I see no sign of God interceding on anything. I see a lot more people using the name of Jesus. I saw Jim Jordan on the Glenn Beck show uh, saying praise the Lord a lot. I saw Lauren Boebert on Twitter saying praise Jesus, praise Jesus the whole time that she was uh, going through her election process, which is great that she won and everything. But at the end of the day, what it's changing? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing is changing. It's because, well, we're going to find out tonight, and I've told you already about the Global Satanic Crime Syndicate. We can look at the trending. Look at the trending. Why? We're in a period of judgment. We are waiting for God's judgment. We are seeing God's judgment. Whenever God is allowing, he that restrains is taken out of the way in Second Thessalonians 2. When we understand that when he is not restraining, and instead, bad things are happening on the earth, seas roaring, uh, pestilence and famine and all the things that Jesus warned us about. And God is allowing it, it becomes a judgment even though it's being executed by the forces of darkness. Now, there are some things that are explicitly God's judgment, where he points his finger down at the earth and the Cascadia subduction zones, and the next thing you know, you've got a mega tsunami, and half of you know, the upper Pacific Northwest breaks off into the ocean, uh, you know, west of I-5, and all that kind of stuff happens, you know, that, you know, or whatever. There's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff, and a lot of it's happening right now, but people are missing it because we're being drawn into other things. But that's okay. Shiny objects, that's what we do. We're little kitties. We're patting at that little string right above us. The problem is that I, now I'm going to help all of us. I pray in the name of Jesus that I help you tonight. I, that's what I want to do. The whole reason I even started the website web, website, back in 2009 was like, oh, my gosh, I learned about the Illuminati, the aliens, the ancient Sumerians, the Kali tablets, and the land of Ur, and all this kind of stuff. And I was connecting all the dots, and I was like, going, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, I got to warn people. And, you know, and, um, <clears throat> anyway, and that's what started this all 12 years ago. If Jesus would have come at that time. I would not have been ready. Am I ready now? I'm not really that sure I am. I hope I am. I want to be more ready. I know that. I do pray always to be found worthy to escape all these things that are about to come upon the earth and stand before Jesus at the wedding supper. But I'm not perfect. None of us are. The second that we think that we're hearing from God perfectly, we're in trouble. That's a presumptuous sin, by the way. Which is an egregious offense unto the Lord. We are to have contrite hearts. We are to understand that we are not worthy, that we all see through the mirror dimly, that we all prophesy in part. All right, so um, let's start out with Papacata Petal, and we'll talk a little bit about that, and then I'll explain a few things there, because we need to anchor ourselves and understand that we got things that we... Look, what we do not know for sure is... Could tomorrow that giant copper ball spherical Death Star mothership show up in the sky and all the TV cameras in the entire world train on it? And then we all go, oh my gosh, this is the David Dowager vision in action right now. But see, what if you're not in love with Jesus? What if Jesus isn't your first love? And. I gotta hunt it down. I gotta. It means uh, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of reading. I gotta figure out where it is. But anyway, um, I, if I pray about it, I think the Lord will lead me to it. But there's a prophecy where um, Jesus appears in a room with Christians. Now, no, no it was a dream, or a dream, or a vision, dream, or a vision. But really, prophecies, dreams, and visions are essentially all the same thing. They all follow the same rules, essentially. The number one mistake that somebody will make is they assume that they, because they had a dream of something that they, because they were there in the dream, that they're going to be there in that place in the future sometime. That is not how it works. Absolutely wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. You know how I can, I, I got so many examples. I could I could just sit here for two hours and give you example after example after example after example after example. Ken Peters. Ken Peters saw people's heads getting chopped off by guillotines. Okay, he saw the whole thing. Him and his wife were standing in line. They saw the men in the hoods. They saw the people getting their heads chopped off. They saw the whole thing. They're standing in the line with the double doors and all that kind of stuff. He saw the United Nations uh, soldiers, you know, driving Humvees. He didn't even know what a Humvee was. He had, that, he had that vision way back in the 80s. Ken Peters has now gone home to heaven. All right. So the number one thing that we have to understand is time compression because it's our proclivity. One of the things that Lauren Peterson likes to say, and I agree with him, and he's helped me quite quite a bit. I don't agree with everything that he says. I, you know, he gets into all this like, you know, there's a lot of things, though, that he says that, that have a lot of merit and, and are quite interesting. And he might be right as far as I know. I don't know. You know, because we really, you know, when we figure that God has only told us like some teeny-weeny, little-bitty, itty-bitty, infinitesimally small amount of the things that are going to actually happen during the Great Tribulation, then a lot of stuff Peterson hypothesizes about um, might be true, might be true. I know a lot of things that he has shown me are clearly true. Because God brought me confirmations from many other people that Peterson had no idea even existed long after Peterson had already told me about it. And I called him all kinds of names because I thought I was a raving lunatic. Just like everybody thinks I am until they figure it out themselves. And then he come back and say, you know, I thought you were a raving lunatic, but I had to come back because I had to tell you that this, that, and the other thing. Well, that's kind of how it goes. At first you say if you can receive it, and then you go like this. Wait a minute, I scratch your head, and you're like, no, 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 that can't be right. But we we are, we have a comfort zone. We want to smush God into a comfort zone can, and a little bitty can. I'm comfortable with God being this this size. Okay. All right. Now, um, if we hit the 815 mark, we're going to bring on Brother Sammy. Then I'm going to go back and finish the rest of the news. And then we're going to bring on Brother Peterson if he is in the call doc. Uh, That is the order of how things are going to go. He could be in the call doc already. I'm not looking at the call doc right now because I don't want to. (laughs) It distracts me sometimes. Praise God. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. So anyway, um, let's start out with Papacotta Pedal, Papacotta Pedal, Papacotta Pedal. Papacata Pedal has never blown its back the way that it is right now. Okay. When I say never, I mean... What is it, hundreds, thousands of years? It's a long, 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 long time. Okay, they've got millions of people. There's volcanic ash all over the place, um, landing. They've got school closures over th- – I think it's like um, – well, they have millions of people. I think their last last estimation was approximately 3 million people were given uh, – no, 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 no. it says some 25 million people live in a 60-mile radius of the volcano, which is about 45 miles southeast of Mexico City and located uh, between the states of uh, Morales, Puebla, which is really close. they got to get those people ready to boogie, uh, and uh, and this – you know, in state of Mexico and they have uh, put uh, they're at yellow phase three last time I checked I am checking the Mexico Daily Post I keep on calling up the Mexico Daily Post quite frankly I don't care what the United Kingdom reports say I don't care what Yahoo News says they're a bunch of lion reptilians anyways and um, uh, I I just you know I figure I'll just stay with the Mexico Daily Post if I want to get my information pretty close to right. All right, praise God. But one thing is for sure, we're not looking for an eruption, folks. We're looking for a major earthquake. Now, the earthquake is almost certainly going to be associated with that. But what's very important is we don't do, like Peterson says, and do the Burger King thing. Because we live in a world that has taught us to have instant gratification. Burger King your way, you know, have it your way, you know, drive up to the window, you know, special orders, don't upset us, blah, 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 you know how, you know, all right, praise God. All right, so before I go into the news, though, I want to, I do want to talk to the kids here. Kids, you want a couple of jokes? No! All right, kids. Hey, kids, what do you call a tiger drinking lemonade? What do you call a tiger drinking lemonade? A
2: sourpuss.
4: (laughs) Sourpuss. Come on, kids. Let's get a vote of positive. That's right.
2: All right, kids.
4: What type of snake eats dessert? A python. Oh, man, that makes me hungry for some pie. Kids, come on. A python, it eats dessert. Come on. you You know. That's not too bad, huh? That's all right. All right, kids, one more here. Kids, what do cats eat for (laughs) breakfast? What do cats eat for breakfast? I kind of cheated because I snickered. Um, What do cats eat for breakfast? Mice Krispies. (laughs) Kids, do you like that one? What, What do you think? Mice Krispies? All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. All right. And now back to the news. All right, so first you have to understand time compression. Time compression is what happens to everybody,
7: not just some people. Okay, let me tell you something. It's not really a secret if you've
4: been doing this for a while. Prophetic dreams and visions and prophecies suffer from time compression. Burger King! (laughs) <laughs> McDonald's! Oh. <clears throat> and what's with the wood pulp in the chicken sandwiches? Wood pulp. You know, I can deal with the soy. I can deal with some of the other stuff, but the wood pulp? What's that all about? I don't know. I just That's the one I just can't. must be really, really cheap to get wood pulp. Don't want to use too much soy. That might make them chicken McNuggets cost an extra penny, and we'll lose $50 billion. You know... Lots of 50 cent ambers make for all, you know. Lots of littles make a big, (laughs) right? All right, Papacata Petal. So the Randy Hecker prophecy, which is um, still out there in the internetosphere, was written in August 2012. And we've had him on the show. He's awesome. Um, And it's vision of what's coming to America. So he's given, given a vision. Now, remember time compression. He says, anywhere here goes, the sequence I am watching as a watchman of the Lord begins with Mount Popocatépetl in Mexico. There will be a sudden, very powerful eruption that will blow its lid off. So now we know that there will be an eruption, and right now we have all of the precursors of that eruption happening at any time. Of course, everybody's getting excited about it, right? Hold your horses. My mom used to say it all the time. Hold your horses! Okay. Are we there yet? No. Are we there yet? No okay, there will be a sudden, very powerful eruption that will blow its lid off. I don't know. This one doesn't seem awful sudden. But, eh, you know, but this isn't that powerful. It hasn't gotten to that point yet. Okay, it says within uh, within hours of the eruption, within hours of the eruption that blows its lid off, an 8 plus magnitude. Now, remember when the 8 point something magnitude, I think it was 8.5 or whatever, occurred off the land from Chile, the earth actually tilted a couple of degrees on its axis, and many of the airports had to shut down their radars and recalibrate them. I don't know if you remember that, but I do, like it was yesterday. I don't know if it's a blessing or a burden, but I remember things like an elephant, and I'm kind of shaped like one, too which is why I'm always doing Atkins. (laughs) I've gotten so accustomed to Atkins when I eat normal meals. It's like I always get like a lump of indigestion the size of Gotta Petal. But anyway, um, within hours, an 8-plus magnitude earthquake, 8-plus, by the way, is it a 9? We don't know. It says 8-plus. Earthquake will strike Mexico City. Stand by, folks. That's not one of the closer cities. I was just talking to you about, okay? It is Mexico City, which is, I don't know, what is it? it Like 25 miles away or something like that? I think it said so in the other article. I forget. But anyway, um, 25 million people in the 60-mile radius of the volcano, which is about 45 miles southeast of Mexico City, 45 miles away. That's a pretty long way, 45 miles. So 45 miles away, Mexico City is going to get hit with a Daddy. Like, hum, I mean, a humdinger. Holy moly! Are you kidding me? Kind of a like this. Mexico City, fifty miles away. Ow! That uh, hurts my ears. The whole studio is shaking. Mangoes are falling from the Johnny Baptist tree. Help me! Bangos do fall from the tree. I can always tell when they're, um, you know, when the storms come through and stuff. I can always tell a lot of storms nowadays. Uh, but, you know, whatever. But anyway, um, I'm sure it's nothing. You know, signs of the sun and the moon and the star sees roaring. I'm sure it's nothing. But anyway, um, a lot of storms. And um, my pool's green again, but my pool guy busted his ankle. This is not good. Anyway, um, oh, yeah, it's, uh, anyways. So, big earthquake shakes Mexico City 50 miles away, and it says it virtually levels it. Virtually is a tricky word there, by the way. <clears throat> I imagine it would probably be pretty much as bad, given the building codes or lack thereof, as what recently hit, um, you know, Syria and um, Iran and all that kind of stuff. Pretty bad stuff. All right, now, then it says thousands of people will be killed. Hundreds of thousands will be injured and millions of people will be displaced from their homes and go to Los Angeles. I'm sorry, it doesn't say that. But anyway, it says um, the economy of Mexico, as bad as it is, will collapse. Now, that's interesting because that is actually in one of the David Wilkerson visions. And, oh, by the way, Mexico is one of our largest trading partners. And when that happens, it is almost certain to trigger kind of like a cascading effect if you know what i mean but anyway um and then he goes on to say except for precious metal values so there's your answer uh, brother uh k, k-, 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 k- h <laughs> <laughs> trying to try and be careful about people's privacy uh, or i can do the privacy it's privacy it's, it's, no, it's not it's not
2: privacy it's privacy and i i need you to take me to hospital
4: Why did he leave the word the out? (laughs) I need to go to hospital. (laughs) And it says, there will be anarchy throughout the land. (laughs) Really? I'm thinking he's right about that one. Hallelujah. Then it goes, it says, the event will radically increase pressure on the San Andreas Fault to the north. Wait a minute. How fast is that? How quick does it happen? Does it happen the next day? Does it happen a week later? Does it happen three months later? Do we actually know? Do we have any idea? The answer is no, we do not. Although, have an interesting... Uh, audio clip I'm going to play for you, it says the fault is locked up into an area of Palm Springs. It, he's talking about the, the, the actual fault that goes all the way down to Papagata Petal, Papagata got a Petal. Okay, and then um, from Palm Springs to south to Palmdale to north. Then he says that HARP, High Frequency Active Auroral Research Project, will be used to create a super earthquake in this area, which, by the way, may be what triggers the Cascadia subduction zone. <sighs> Can they do that? It's called an ionospheric heater. And the answer is yes, they can. Yes, they can steer things. Yes, they can cause earthquakes. Yes, they can modify the weather. But it is not an exact science. It doesn't always work. It says the magnified and duration of the quake will be uh, be both uh, magnified. Okay. And it says the earthquake will strike. He says, I believe. Okay, please. Warning. Here he says, in the afternoon, either this coming October or following May. When did he print this? August 13th of 2012. Is anyone paying attention? Thank you, Jesus. All right. Now, we need to know these things because compression is an enemy of reason. It goes on and says, It will occur just after – it it, 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 it says it will occur, this event will occur uh, or, or whatever, just after a complete economic meltdown of the American dollar. Well, wait a minute. David Wilkerson said in his vision that the collapse of the Mexican dollar is going to trigger the collapse of the American dollar. Hmm. That's interesting. Then it goes on and says, the magnitude of this quake will reach somewhere between, ooh, 9.5 and 10.5. That is a big, bad boy, real big, bad boy. And it will last for nearly, he says, three minutes. Now, anything associated with time, anything associated with time, including proximity, estimations, uh, three weeks, uh, this fall, whatever, Watch out. Time compression. Sometimes it could be months. It could be years. No, you say, oh, yes, I do, and I got the evidence to support it. Now then, it goes on to say two or three million people will be killed outright, and a million more will be injured, and I that makes absolute sense. And then it says, quote, the worst part of this is not the earthquake itself, but the events that will be associated with it. The ground shock from this quake will cause every other stressed fault within 1500 to 2000 miles to be to release all pent-up stresses. As the ground shock wave moves to the north, the Sierra Nevada volcanoes will be triggered. The Cascadia Cascadia Volcanoes, and also the Yellowstone Supervolcano Walls to be triggered. Does that mean that it's going to blow its top, and it's going to become like a like a scene out of the movie 2012 with John Cusack and a, and a broken down Winnebago, you know, <laughs> and Charlie Frost and all that? We'll have to wait and see, I guess, right? But it does make sense. I mean, if it's a 9.5 and a 10.5, it triggering other, you know, volcanic activity makes a lot of sense. It says, this is both a blessing and a curse. The nation will be so disorganized after this event that martial law will be declared. Now, I wonder to myself... Could that be the trigger for martial law? And how long does martial law last? Or does it just stay in effect? But wait a minute. What about the civil war that Dimitri Dudeman saw? Where does that fit into all this? Oh, what about Donald Trump getting elected? Where does that fit in all this? Hey, what about the two nuclear missiles being shot into the base of the Fordow facility in 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 Fordow? Wow, wait a minute. What 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 about all the stuff that Sarah Monet saw? What about what about the Chinese paratrooping down on the United States to collect their debt? What about the Russians attacking us? Wait a minute, that's part of the Six Seal. Hey, wait a minute. I, 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 it does say, but it will be completely unenforceable, the martial law. So that's interesting because if it's unenforceable, then maybe it gets enforced later after they do the ground-based nuke thing, the Rachel Baxter uh, World War Three vision, which I believe is exactly what's going to happen. Because right now the Antichrist is not <clears> – <throat> he is not able to trigger Putin into starting World War III. We have he, he knows that we are a lame duck country, but he also knows about the boomers. He knows the boomers are underwater. So even see and they're befuddled because who in their right mind would destroy their own country anyways? Anyway, so this befuddles everybody. Every single person that I, you might ever listen to out on the internet. God bless him, Glenn Beck. Uh, God bless the people in the the House of Representatives. God bless the the you know the the folks at Breitbart. God bless all these people. God bless the people that are part of Glenn Beck's uh, you know Blaze TV program. God bless every one of them. God bless them. But they're missing the most important part: is that Obama is the Antichrist. And if you don't get that, and you don't see that these things are all in the Bible, you are missing it. You are missing it. If you don't understand that Obama, who is married to a male and a transvestite, everybody ought to know that by now, snip snip, okay, is in love, whatever he is, I don't know he's not in love with anything, he just hates everything. We already know this. We already know that he's anti And Anybody who doubts it, I'm sorry, that's okay. You can believe it's Donald Duck. You can believe it's Mickey Mouse. I still love you. I do. And I will love you when you have to eat crow, too, because I've eaten more crow than anybody. Haven't I, kids? I've eaten more crow than anybody on the face of this earth, right? That's why I have a little cage of crows right over here. All right? Hey, hey, hey. Okay. He goes on to say, two to four days after this earthquake, America will be further devastated by a nuclear sneak attack on American cities that will be coordinated and started by our own shadow government. Brilliant! That is absolutely brilliant. Thank you, Jesus. Why is that? Because we know that there will be ground-based nukes that are nuclear Nuclear detonation. Okay, so tons and tons and tons and tons and tons and tons and tons tons of prophetic movies. Unbelievable numbers of prophetic movies. It is unbelievable. As a matter of fact, here I got a link at tribulation-now.org of prophetic movies. And it needs updated so bad. Oh, my goodness gracious sakes alive. Uh, If I only... uh, Maybe I should go... Like the scarecrow, if I only had a brain. Um, movies 2012. Why? It shows the Earth upheaval similar to, similar to that that is described in Isaiah 24, Revelation, Joel 2, and elsewhere. The exploding uh, another movie called Exploding Sun. Why? Because it focuses on catastrophic Earth upheaval events related to catastrophic solar changes. Category eight okay shows a wide array of earth upheaval events with a noteworthy number of hidden truths projected uh projected in our future our our, our prophetic futures so there's a movie called category 8 <clears throat> The ABC miniseries V for Visitors, or simply called V for Visitors today, shows the concept of alien saviors coming to the Earth and projecting themselves from the sky to send their message reminiscent of Pro- Pro- Project Bluebeam. Be careful of that. Also, human-looking aliens coming to Earth to save mankind alongside of humans. look Human-looking reptilian beings as part of a dissident group, showing uh, religion falling apart, power, signs, and lying wonders. The core... The core shows earth upheaval associated with the events related to catastrophic solar events and how those impacting the rotation of the Earth's core can affect the people on the Earth. Wow, that sounds just like what Charlie Frost said in the movie 2012. 10.5. That's the name of the movie. Why? Because it shows a massive cataclysmic earthquake event around California and how FEMA prevents the scientific community from warning the people. Because, of course, they would do what they would do in any kind of a stampede and kill each other. They're already doing it. All right, next one up, Starman with Jeff Bridges. Why? Because it shows an alien being getting shot down by a military. It shows energy orbs, you know, light orbs traveling across, you know, from one place to another, those light orbs. Used to trans- it was used to transport the being from one place to another, the energy orb. Show the everybody always wonders what the orbs are. There, you know, I I've know so many people that have seen the orbs, they all they all got different ideas of what they are. And they, you know, and some people rebuke them and blah, 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 whatever, but anyway, the movie Starman shows you what they are. It says it shows the contact the concept of host bodies, whereby the alien is able to take DNA from a photo album and create a duplicate host body that he isn't able to inhabit. The movie Impact, why? It's a two-part miniseries that shows how the undetected presence of a brown dwarf star in our solar system and the impact into the moon can cause a series of catastrophic events to occur on the Earth. Very reminiscent of... uh, the Trumpet Judgments. The Day After Tomorrow. Why? This movie is utterly gushing with multitudes of earth upheaval, hows and whys, and uh, that are happening today on a grand scale, scale. It is not about global warming. It is about catastrophic climate change. Bring your notepad to this movie, the movie Deep Impact. A black man is in the office of the president while a cosmic object is heading toward the Earth. Uh, it, it says um, this movie is prophetically shows Planet X, a second sun imagery that is all over YouTube right now, and shows the upheaval of the Earth uh, as the co- cosmic object is pummeled at, pummels it. War of the Worlds. Why? The movie is full of alien invasion, front-loading that very well may show uh, may shadow what is coming upon the earth during Isaiah 13. By the way, world of the Worlds, uh, Sister um, um, Barbara from God's Healer 7 was given an incredible vision about that, and she actually saw the lightning and the strange, and she saw the people coming on the news, and all like, it's going to happen. It's going to have very prophetic. Independence Day, according to the testimony of David Adair, this movie shows an exact replica of the underground science labs underneath Area 51. It is also a full uh, also full and true uh, information dealing with the hidden alien agenda. Melancholia, why? This movie deals with the drama in people's lives as they realize the Earth is about to be destroyed by an incoming cosmic object. This is a shadow of, of Planet X and Nibiru. It is gushing with hidden Illuminati imagery messages the knowing why this movie is a three major prophetic events the advanced alien beings which are pleiadians mission to rescue a little girl and a little boy from the earth and the new genesis to another planet the effects of a cataclysmic solar storm upon the earth which is the first judgment trumpet judgment in revelation and a scene at the end where they can uh, see the first trumpet and it looks like a third of the trees and the grass are burned it's when uh, I won't, you know, kind of ruin it. Matrix. Jam-packed full of imagery that shows that a person could wake up in a world and realize, you know, red pill, blue pill. Who doesn't know that right now? The fifth element. Language control warning. Message includes a planet similar to the understood description of Nibiru coming towards the Earth in a destructive capacity. Red Dawn. Why? Because Russian and Chinese soldiers are going, they're they're already in the United States. They're already coming across the border. They're already putting up police stations everywhere, and they're going to paratroop down on top of us because they, got to collect the debt jericho why a tv series that shows a town struggling to survive after approximately 22 cities are struck with nuclear bombs as the series progresses it even includes scenes where fema marks homes taken away to fema camps Just as Marie Sklar and Pastor T.D. Hale saw in their visions. Revelation Road, Parts 1 and 2. Why? Because Parts 1 and 2 show rapture events that include a person turning into a brilliant white light. Glory light, like in Isaiah 61 through 3, shooting into the air at the moment of the rapture. This is highly prophetic. as It shadows the visions that several people have had during the rapture, except it was a blue streaks of light. That's the part it left out. Contagion. Why? Contagion is well-made in a recent movie about the speed of the deadly flu-like virus. Hey. Hey. I wrote this article in dun, dun, dun. 2014. <laughs> hmm. But anyway, two to four days after this huge earthquake, nuclear sneak attack, could that be when they set off the ground-based nukes? And how many other things happen in the midst of all of this? Does this all happen, bam, 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 bam? Could be. We don't know. Have to wait and see. But my warning is, be careful, because there's a lot to come. All right? And don't get discouraged. Fall in love with Jesus. Sing to him. You should feel joy in your heart when you have come to a place in your walk where you, when you're on your knees in the morning and you're having a hard time thinking of something to confess about, oh boy, but there's always stuff. But I'm just saying, that's a pretty good place to be in your walk. Praise God. Massive uptick in volcano eruptions, including Mount St. Helens activity. Let's listen to this. This is a YouTube video that was sent in to me by... uh, well, somebody with a as name of May 21st,
7: 2023, L. there are currently 41 volcanoes which are actively erupting around the planet. One of these erupting volcanoes is a large Masaya volcano within Nicaragua, which is one of only eight volcanoes worldwide to contain an active lava lake. Masaya is quite an interesting volcano as, although it has almost exclusively produced small to moderate volume explosive eruptions, the entire volcano is located within a massive 10.7 by 4.5 kilometer-wide caldera, with obvious caldera walls. This caldera forms in three massive eruptions which occurred between 6100 and 1800 years ago. With this being said, here are this week's major volcano-related news stories. In Washington State, a large landslide occurred up at Mount St. Helens volcano, locking access to the main viewing area of the volcano right before the 43rd anniversary of its climactic 1980 eruption.
4: Okay, I'll stop. <clears throat> Mount St. Helens is rumbling. Did you hear that? Well, Papacata Petal is about to blow its top. Did you hear that? Are you following along? I hope you are. Wow. Could we be that close to the ground-based nukes? Remember that the movie uh, that's entitled, um, which I omitted unfortunately uh, it's, it's entitled uh some of all fears is about a ground base nuke being set off in a football stadium and by the way the nuke goes off and let me tell you something that movie is incredibly prophetic you put that movie side by side with the tv series jericho and you know it's coming to the united states pretty soon Now, is this the moment that Papakata Pedal is going to blow its top? We don't know. But do we see the connection between Mount St. Helens, according to this report, and Papakata Pedal? Okay, hold on a second. This calls for a... I think we do. All right, now I'm going to get back to the rest of the news after we get a testimony from Sammy Mwangi. They have done incredible foot-washing things for the people of the Messiah. This is exactly what we're called to do in the name of Jesus. Praise God. What a wonderful opportunity to be able to make sure that you're not getting, you know, you want to be able to seed into the kingdom. Come on, folks. CBDCs are common. They're going to lock down everybody's money. They're going to make a cashless society. It is on the edge. The Fed now thing is going into effect. This is a great opportunity. Praise God. PayPal still works. And, and you can also use other uh, 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 money transfer options that they have at PipesInternational.org, like Pipes in a House. Uh, it means partnership. Um, for indigenous people, okay, but it's, but think of it like pipes in the house, P-I-P-E-S, okay, uh, international.org. All right, praise God. Now, thank you, Jesus. Let me go ahead and bring on Brother Sammy. Here we go. Brother Sammy, are you there?
6: I'm here, John. Can you hear me? I can hear you great. All right. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so, so much. Amen. All right, let me, let me give, uh, a quick update uh, first of all I'm grateful again John for coming to the radio uh, some people write to me somebody wrote me the other day said had me passed in 2011 on, or 2012 on the radio and just reminded me how you know you are excited about this program now this is 10 11 years later and we are still continuing and, and doing the same thing that God called us to do to share the gospel to those that have not had the pigment in the Congo forest. You know, we've gotten a lot of people from the forest and now the students are going to school and they're, they're, they are leaders themselves and they are driving in different ways. And more importantly, they have known Jesus and they are waiting for the Messiah just like we do. And I'm so excited when I visit those places and just see the transformation. And um, we worked with the pigment in Congo initially uh, for several years, built a school there. Now we are doing a second school, and then we moved to Rwanda among the Pygmies again. You know, Rwanda has the the Tutsi, the Hutus, but also the Toa people who people don't even talk about uh, because of the fighting with the Tutsi and Hutus. People don't even know this other tribe that has been marginalized for a long time. So we've spread the gospel there among them, and then we did go to Burundi again, the same, sharing the gospel to the most vulnerable, the orphans, children who... Have been neglected for a long time and families that have not known Jesus and so it's been on and on including Pakistan and now we are just so excited now to work with the Maasai in Kenya this is a very traditional group of people you know Morans who kill lions to be able to uh, to graduate from young to male and it just it's just an amazing group of people uh, but because of the kind of work they do, they are nomadic, moving with animals, pastoralists from place to place, you know, many of them not having had the gospel of Jesus Christ. And again, men in that culture, uh, they don't go to church. The, the, you know, church thing is for women and children. But by God's grace, when we started working with these people, uh, we innovated. A soccer tournament for the youth and men because they love soccer you know everybody loves soccer and yet these people not come to church so we said okay we'll get you somewhere else and we started bringing them on soccer tournaments we've done several now I think this will be the fourth one this uh, next month when we do it and uh, so many of them of a hundred young men have given their lives to Christ one of the young men who got saved went back to his school and even introduced our Bible study there Then we are learning, I was being asked to make donation of books, and we were so excited to donate these books to this high school that uh, a guy got saved, and he was a goalkeeper for soccer, and then he went sharing the gospel in their school. So I can share stories upon stories of what God is doing and then transformation. And um, about three weeks ago when I was back in Kenya, I had gone specifically to drill a well, a ball hole, uh, for these people who are really suffering, walking for about seven miles you know over ten kilometers seven miles to look for water, so you can imagine someone walking for ten miles and coming back uh, seven miles and coming back another seven miles those are fourteen miles and uh, with a heavy load of water in a in a in a big uh, in, in a big uh, gallon and This was the life. Some of the kids would go there in the morning, come in the afternoon, and and that was the life for the children, for mothers. And now, by God's grace, we've been able to do this well. And it was not easy. The first well we dug 300 meters. You can imagine 300 meters down, and we did not even get water. I was very discouraged. Our team was discouraged. Uh, We called a geologist, did another measurement, and we hit water. Uh, at 65, then again at 195, we kept hitting aquifers of water until we went to 220. And now we have enough water for this community, hundreds of people, thousands of cattle that um, uh, will be watering from this well. And we thank God so, so much. And that also gives us an opportunity to share about the living water that only Jesus gives. And this is a, a huge thing. We are now working to make this a a Maasai Transformational Community Center where people will be gathering together for meetings, for Christian uh, meetings, for prayer. We actually have 10 acres of land that, you know, we've been buying slowly because we felt that's how God was leading us so that this will be a transforming uh, project to the whole community. And we are extremely excited. So we want to do a chapel in a few months where people will be gathering to pray together and to have other activities, and we continue to trust God uh, for this. And I want to thank everybody who helped us and very, very grateful for the support we got to do this borehole. It was not easy, spending over $20,000 on this project, but it's going to be very transformational, and we believe many, many people are going to give their lives to Jesus through this project. And um, even when I was there, I actually crossed over to the Tanzania, because we are almost at the border of Kenya and Tanzania and I preached in a church and four people gave their lives to Christ and while I was there I was remembering you know the scripture in Luke 15 you know verse 7 and verse 10 where Jesus talked about how the great joy when one sinner repents and um, you know those four people I still pray for them I still remember them I visited another family in Kenya that were going through some tough time, and one man gave his life to Christ. So apart from drinking the water well, I saw five people come to the Lord Jesus Christ, and so that was a great trip for me. And then I just wanted to quickly share, in two weeks' time, actually on June 6th, I leave uh, St. Louis with my family and some other people that are joining us. we will be six of us going again to Africa. We'll go to Burundi then to Rwanda and then to Kenya for one month this team will be sharing the gospel in different countries training persons you know working with the youth working with children you know different activities all geared to the kingdom of God and of course we'll do the soccer tournament again with the Maasai community even as we develop this community um, community center for them so uh, our prayer is you know keep us in your prayer for that time we will be away sharing the gospel. In fact, when this team comes back, me and my family will stay a little longer until August 3rd because we'll be following up with all these projects going on, uh, making sure everything is going well, making sure the people getting saved are being uh, disciples with our discipleship workbooks and other programs like those. So please pray for us. Keep us in your prayers. Uh, This is a huge summer mission that we do every year. And so your support, every dollar that you give is going to be a big blessing as we give Bibles to some people who have never read a Bible. Every time I preach, when I preach in Tanzania, the, the four people who got saved, only one of them had a Bible. So I had to purchase three Bibles for them, and that happens. So when we go for big meetings and you have hundreds of people getting saved, then you need hundreds of Bibles in their language. So your support is always very, very uh, important, and we appreciate Your dollars, we appreciate those who give $10, $20, $100, $1,000, and uh, we have people giving more because they can see the need is greater. So as much as God has blessed you, uh, go ahead and be a blessing to us because it's not about us. It's about those people that we are reaching with the gospel. So God bless you so much. John, thank you once again for the opportunity.
4: Wow, that is amazing. I remember <clears throat> a while back you guys had, your team had gone to, uh, uh, encounter the messiah and you had mentioned that they were especially difficult to get through to and now with the drilling of the well and the washing of the feet and doing like jesus did uh you've got people coming to the lord you this is amazing and um i'm just i'm i'm just so pumped that is just exactly how it's done and it is just oh praise jesus and then um and and now you're talking about going to kenya Okay, that's like Lahore, man. Right now, that place is insane. There are all kind of bad things going on there. What are you going to do? Have like Kevlar vests on for the whole team, or what? I mean, that place is. I mean, BBC News, the travel advisories, unrest, um, uh, rail workers yes. protesting, all kinds of stuff going on in Kenya right now. So,
6: and the Sudan, wow, and the um, neighboring Sudan is making it whack because of the fighting going on with the planes, you know, shooting from the air. Yes,
4: I know. Wow. Well, you know, um, you're the real thing, real deal there, Sammy. <laughs> like I said, please, come on, please, please invite me to your mansion, it, it, you know, cause being stuck on a pup tent on a really far away mountain, you know, after a while it gets a little bit lonely and I know you're going to have some seriously cool cookouts. So anyway, um. Wow. This is amazing stuff. Anyway, praise God, brother. Let me tell you, you you're, you know, I, I'm, I'm amazed and uh, your courage is like no, no one I've ever met. I mean, it, you go to places that just the very idea of going to scares me. <laughs> if I even had a dream about it, I'd be like, oh my gosh, <laughs> waking up in a cold sweat, going oh, you know, not Lahore. But anyway, um, brother, God bless you. Um, people, folks, everybody, this is a great opportunity. We're still here. Mm-hmm. We got work to do. Mm-hmm. Let's make that happen. Sammy is the real deal. You don't have to worry about anything going to anybody. It's going to the people and it's touching people's lives and bringing Jesus just like we're supposed to do. And you know what? Sammy's kind of like Star Trek. He goes where no man has gone before. And that's exactly what we need right now. Hallelujah. So anyway, thank you, Sammy. God bless you for joining us on the show tonight. Amen. Amen, brother. God bless you. Thank you for coming. All right. Hallelujah. Again, Pipes International, like Pipes and House, P-I-P-E-S, org, and, um, and so, you know, I love the idea that, you know, it's not like I've heard stories, you know what I'm saying, about 95% of your dollars actually going to the administration of the ministry and blah, 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 blah. All well, that's none of that stuff goes on with Sammy. So that, that gives me a lot of peace of mind. And the Lord led me to them. And just an amazing testimony just that part is an amazing testimony praise god all right so hallelujah so anyway um i see that brother peterson is hanging out in the call call dock but we do got to go we do have all the way till 10 so let me go ahead and hammer my way through the rest of these um headlines there aren't that many but there's a, there's enough to take a little bit a little bit of time and then we'll bring, bring on brother lauren um uh and he did say he was you know we, we might be just um <clears throat> kicking some kicking some balls or cans down the road, as it were, uh, but anyway, praise God, thank you Jesus. now, back to where I was, okay, so it is very, very fascinating, all these things that are going, and um there may not be an awful lot of time compression, um not a lot, but let's talk about the other things because all that has to fit into this equation too, right. So if um you know if the uh prophetic movie which needs to be added to the list I probably have another 10 or 15 more movies to add to that list <laughs> since 2014 right um uh, but anyway praise god um <clears throat> so anyway um the uh the movie um the uh, oh. Uh, thinking, 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 too much, too much information and flipping up my mind from one second. Okay. So anyway, uh, the movie entitled, uh, Some of All Fears is highly prophetic. I, if you haven't watched it, you better, or you ought to, because you're going to want to know what it's going to be like. Hopefully we will not be here for that, but maybe we will. Um, I will say that there is one vision I would like to pull up where there were Christians that were being persecuted heavily by soldiers and Jesus appeared in the room and Jesus looked at a group of the Christians that were there and he said, hey, all you there? You've done enough. You can go home now. That would be the barley harvest. And then he looked over at the rest of them and he said, the rest of y'all stay here. And they transformed partially, and the soldiers tried to shoot at them and all this kind of stuff and grab them. They couldn't move them. And Jesus said, okay, all y'all come with me. And they went into the FEMA camps, and they started to preach Jesus to the people that were in the camps to encourage them to let their heads get chopped off, if you know what I mean. Right? And it's, and the guards were trying to stop them there. The guards were trying to shoot them there. The guard, no, they were unstoppable. They weren't fully transformed, but they were partially transformed kind of like Isaiah 60 verses 1, 2, and 3, which is oftentimes equated with parts, with things that it's not really equated to. People will grab a hold of that and say, oh, that's this and oh, that's that. No, that is about the transformation of the bride. But it's a partial tra- tra- transformation, and it happens during, you know, just prior to the wheat harvest. Does that mean that the barley harvest, does that mean that we're going to be here at the time, you know, that persecution is going on and all that kind of stuff? Could be. Oh no it doesn't necessarily mean that because we all prophesy in part in part and we all uh see through the mirror dimly okay but it could have been just e- e- essential essentially symbolic all right praise God thank you jesus all right now now um again uh so um i you know uh someone had sent me uh, i'm gonna play it for you in just a second um um but i i did they were talking about um Obama being the Antichrist, uh, Papacata Petal, oh my goodness, this is exciting. They're, you know, they're ready to sell their house and, you know, I don't know, move to Panama or whatever. Uh, you know, and I said, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And I, I told him about the vax. I said, the vaccine, the vaccine contains graphene oxide, uh, oxide nanoparticles. Now, now remember, you know, that if, if God has you protected, then it's saline. And if you're, you know, that, it's just how it works. Okay. Um, and I I have counseled people live on the air. If you were forced into a situation, you lay your hands on that daggone thing, and you command it to turn into saline in Jesus' name. And guess what? Problem solved. Okay? I know missionaries who uh, – now, I don't know them personally. It's not like I'm hanging out with them playing pinochle or whatever, but I'm just saying I have met missionaries. <clears throat> I could tell many stories about missionaries. They were in situations where they were about to be killed and they were pulling up to a checkpoint, and they knew they were going to die. But they they prayed on their way to the checkpoint. They could literally see it up the road, and they knew they were dead. And they said, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, make good eyes blind, because they had things in the car that were going to get them killed. And they pulled up, and by golly, the soldiers, this, was a, this particular event was in Africa, uh, the soldiers looked into the car and could not see the things that they should have gotten killed for that's how our father works praise god all right but you got to know that and you got to stand on it all right anyway i i explained that the antenna the antenna communicates so the graphene oxide nanoparticles form a type of a living electronic antenna to the human body. This antenna communicates with the 5G cellular network. 5G has the ability to comilic- communicate with billions of endpoints, which are known as network nodes. Hence, its important. So each human becomes essentially a remote-controlled computer that can be killed by knowing your DNA sequence worldwide. However, the final, which is why the PCR tests were so popular. Um, however, the final connection, and 23 me and all that stuff, however, the final connection is the electronic tattoo that will be stamped on your right hand or your forehead, and that is the actual mark of the beast. That comes later. Obama is the beast. Satan will incarnate into the holy place, which is the temple body. Let the reader beware. That's what the Bible says. Let the reader beware, which means whatever
2: you think it is, it ain't it. It's
4: the temple body. All right, and Satan has not incarnated into Obama yet, okay? But we know that he is the Antichrist, and we know that, that is going to happen now. Um, and then I said, we are very close now. Watch Trump. He's going to get JFK'd. There's going to be a civil war. There might be a rapture right after that, which would be the barley harvest. Uh, ground-based nuke uh, blamed on Russia. Remember that the Antichrist cannot get World War III started. He's got to be frustrated. Boy, oh boy, does he got to be frustrated. He can't push him hard enough. He can't do enough to him uh, Through the shape-shifting reptilian, it calls itself Biden wearing a rubber mask. All right, so at the end of the day, I'm not even talking about it. Anyway, but anyway, martial law. We know that you know. We know there's going to be a Chicago ground-based nuke that goes off. Is is it only Chicago? I think it's going to be Chicago by itself at first, and then it's, then then that's going to start World War III, and then they're going to set off more uh, ground-based nukes, uh, just like was in the movie or the TV series Jericho. Okay, and uh, boy, th- doesn't that line up interestingly with Randy Hecker's vision? Nuclear sneak attack. It says there will also be some Russian and Chinese nukes as well. Huh. Or are they really Russian and Chinese? But then it says a nuclear sneak attack by the shadow government. Huh. Now, the nucle- the Russian and Chinese nukes, mm, I will say this. It says the world will very quickly descend in global thermonuclear war. Now <clears> – <throat> Watch out for that last sentence because we got a lot of stuff ahead of us. Okay, the words very quickly, remember the concatenation that happens with every single prophecy, dream, and vision? Every one of them. Every one of them. They're concatenated. They're smushed into a 12-ounce can. The timeline is crushed. It's itty-bitty, teeny-weeny, hamburger, have it your way, Burger King, McDonald's, whatever, Um, tree sap, or whatever it is, tree pulp, in Chicken McNuggets. All right, maybe it's going to be insects. You know, and, and you know, John the Baptist, he ate locusts dipped in honey. <laughs> oh, I hope that's not a foreshadowing. Oh, well. Anyway, praise God. So Mark of the Beast, World War III, and then alien invasions. Necessarily, everything in exactly that order. Not necessarily. Seal seals events timeline. Things that we are looking for to happen, and I have many, many prophecies, dreams, and visions to support all of them. Is Pacific Northwest tsunami megaquake, Cascadia subduction zone event. Randy Hecker I think, is, is caused by harp. It's triggered by harp. Uh, California uh, major California earthquake preceding the sixth seal. That's another one that occurs. It follows along with the movie ten point five. You should watch it. There's another one that says a cosmic object, an asteroid hitting the sun causing a solar storm and major power grid out- excuse me, outages. That's another um, uh, prophecy, dream, or vision. Meteors, meteor showers causing major oil and gas fires. That's right out of the Blue Twenty-One article, which is where the David Doetry vision about the big copper uh, mothership. That uh, even 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 Pastor Augusto Perez came on the radio show and said the Lord gave me a vision of that. He was really surprised that I was talking about this big spherical. But you know what? They got this. Just type in uh, copper or uh, bronze or copper sphere mechanical ball. And, you know, with Duck DuckDuck going, look at the images. They're all over the place. So the, the first two places they put them was at the United Nations and the uh, 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 Vatican Library right after they locked it down in 2009. Come on, folks. It's because they worship them. They believe that they're gods and they believe that their gods are coming to get them. They, 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 that's what they think. Okay, anyway. All right. Global financial collapse. Has that happened yet? No, it hasn't. That's the third seal. It hasn't happened. Not yet. Could it? Any second? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, look, put it all together. Um, uh, war with North Korea, the sinking of a United States aircraft carrier. When did that happen? It didn't happen yet. Could it happen tomorrow? Yes, it could. Direct missile attacks on foreign troops on American soil. Okay, you know, I'm not going to get into uh, – there's. there are some prophecies that are out there. There are dreams or whatever that were communicated on the Prophecy Club. I'm not going to get into it. I do have them on tribulation-now.org, um, and I really struggle with the timelines. And and the other thing I struggle with is, well, I struggle with a lot of. they the one that I'm talking about, and, and I I do comment on it because everybody sees through the – You know, again, it's hard. And when people people that have these kinds of vivid visions, these kinds of vivid dreams, like the ceremony vision in 1979, they admit. Now, if they don't, then they're only seeing a little snapshot, like Dr. David O'Rourke. What about the Israeli jets launching two tactical nukes into the Iran facility at Ferdau? Huh? Civil unrest, martial law. Libya launching a nuclear-tip missile into Israel. The Gog and Magog invasion killing two million people in Israel. What about that? We already know about the increase in volcanoes, chaos, and mayhem and riots, but is it that bad? Is it is it civil unrest? Is it civil war in the United States that Demetrius and David Wilkerson saw? Not quite. Several major cities in the United States are ground-based nuked. Seattle, San Francisco, Los Angeles. But wait. If the Cascadia Subduction Zone event has already happened, then why would they need to nuke Seattle? Hey! Now there's another little hint. That seems to indicate that the nuke might go off before the Cascadia subduction zone event. I don't know. We'll have to watch. Dallas, Houston, Atlanta, Washington, D.C., Chicago, and New York City. David Wilkerson saw fire rolling down the streets of New York City. Red skies as a 24-hour warning. Prior to the meteor hitting the Atlantic, which starts and kicks off, the Sixth Seal, causing a double mega tsunami, wiping out the east coast of the United States, of Babylon the great. 22 million people die. Rains on the just and the unjust, doesn't it? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We got the alien invasions and the rapture. The movies that indicate, and isn't it fascinating? In the Sixth Seal, it says, and, and, and stars falling from the sky like a fig tree shaken by a mighty wind. Those would be like, Wait a minute. Stars are oftentimes metaphorical for angels. Fallen angels? Could it be? But what, wait a minute. Could it be both? Isn't it interesting that the movie Without Warning in 1994, Battle LA, How the End Begins, War of the Worlds uh, with the lightning stuff and everything, that, that's a little bit different. And Greenland 2020. All five of those movies, with the exception of War of the Worlds, is a little different. The aliens arrive on the earth after a meteor shower hits, almost like they're coming with the meteor shower. What's up with that? Battle eh? what's up with that? Bunches of meteors fall into the ocean. Next thing you know, you got all these creepy crawlies coming up on the, on the ground, and everybody's getting killed. And what's up with Greenland 2020? Same thing. How the end begins, same thing. Without warning, 1994, How? same thing. What's up with that? How many times has the Lord gone to tell us? Oh, it's the devil. Yeah, right. Well, First uh, Titus 1, verse uh, 15, I believe it is. To the pure, all things are pure. My Bible says, <laughs> in Isaiah 26, verse 9, second half, it says, When your judgments are in the earth, the inhabitants of the world will learn righteousness. And in the book of Psalms it says, I think it's Psalm 116, verse 15, but I'm not sure it might be wrong. Uh, It says, uh, at midnight I will rise to give thanks to you because of your righteous judgments. People are flipping out on Twitter right now because there were 60,000 pounds of ammonium nitrate that mysteriously vanished in California. And that happened right around the time that... The senators were offered satellite phones, but only 50 of them took it. How come only 50? Are there only 50 Democratic senators in there? Come on. I don't know. I don't know what the number. I meant to look it up. Something's weird. And then now this just in, a source who works for the Mayo Clinic just told my source that the hospital is seeking among its its staff volunteer amateur radio operators to assist with communications during emergencies when the unofficial, I'm sorry, when the official internal and external communications are not available. Notice this says when they are not available, not if they are not available. Hmm. That's interesting. What could it be? What if nothing happens? I don't know. But wait a minute. What about breaking? The U-Haul van that crashed into the gates of the White House. Inside they found the Nazi flag. The driver was detained. No one was injured. The crash was intentional. Oh, my goodness. This comes for a convenient time in the Biden administration. Recent polls have shown the Americans overwhelmingly choosing Trump and are very unsatisfied with his performance. You don't say. <laughs> oh, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Next one up. <laughs> Senators issued satellite phone Offered demonstrations uh, on upgraded security devices And again it goes in This is from CBS News Okay listen to this lady She has a very short message uh, On uh, uh, what's it called um, The offshoot of Facebook And then they bought it And it's Instagram Okay whatever Alright let me go ahead and bring this up Alright hold on Let's listen to what she says Eight hey. To share
8: stream. I wrote it down. I wrote down all my dreams because um, it's very easy to forget your dreams. I saw Beast. It was a beast. Just, he looked just like um, the Beast of Beauty and the Beast. He had two boards, and he had hooves, and he had... Um, he was hairy. And I saw him, and I was watching him. He was getting ready. He put his cape on, and he did it very slowly, one by one. He put his cape on first, and then he... Yeah, this uh, crown on, and then the last thing to grabbed was a stick. In my dream, I was thinking that it was um, it was Trump. So I was thinking in my dream, but when I woke up, I had in my heart that it was Obama. And I just kept thinking Obama, Obama, and that Obama is coming back. That's what I believe. I believe that was all in my heart.
4: Okay. Now, unfortunately, because whoever put this up on Instagram felt like they had to put louder music than the woman's voice, so I'm gonna have to uh, play that again, but this time I'm gonna turn down the volume of it.
8: The Lord put it on my heart,
4: and I'm gonna read it to you. The Lord put it on my heart to share this dream. I wrote it down. I wrote. I write down all of my dreams because it's very easy to forget your dreams. Um, I saw a beast. It was a beast. Just looked like um, the be- beast from Beauty and the Beast had two horns and had hoofs and had um, well, it was hairy. And I saw him and I was watching him. All right, and she, he was getting ready. She says he put on a cape and uh, and and one by one he put on his cape first and then he um, he he put on his crown and then uh, and the last thing he grabbed was a stick. In my dream, I was thinking it was um, it was Trump. Then I was thinking in my dream, but when I woke up, I had it in my heart that it was Obama. And I just kept thinking, Obama, 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 Obama is coming back. I know. Thank you very much. (laughs) Love confirmations. Hallelujah. Anyway, praise Jesus. Praise you, Lord. All right. Now. Let's go ahead and connect some dots because it's just so fun. Um, this is from 2010. I am going to compare this from 2010. Count the years, if you would, please, kindly. 2010. That was that was the year after I set up the website, and this is a prophecy from Dr. David O'Rourke from Kenya, South Africa, or Kenya, Africa. Um, and um, I'm gonna comp- we're gonna compare this. Okay. With a 2022 article that was recently published. All right. Let's first start out with the 2010 Dr. David O'Rourke prophecy. Here we go. Nuclear war coming to Iran, it says.
9: That you see on the earth.
10: Das ist das Blutvergießnis, das du auf der Erde siehst.
9: Let me tell you about the war coming to Iran. I see two nuclear missiles strike a nuclear facility. Ich sehe zwei atomare Missiles, die eine atomare Facilität treffen. Is and an that facility is at the foot of a mountain in the desert. Und diese Facilität ist am Fuß eines Berges in der Wüste. And it is in Iran. And it is in Iran. And the fire that comes from there. The fire that does is the most historic fire. It is the that the earth has ever lived to see. Das die Erde jemals gesehen hat.
4: Watch out. All right, praise God. I just noticed that when the video is playing even though it was pub- uh, published uh, I had it marked as 2010, but inside the video, it actually said 2012. So I did want to correct that. Um, Not that it makes that much of a difference, but anyway, you know how people are. Oh, it said 20. You said 2010. It was 2012. Okay. All right. Chill and take a chill pill. It's all good. It's all good.
7: Easy. Easy.
4: You're a false prophet. So fun doing a radio show. No, it's not. Yes, it is. 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 <laughs> oh. Here is a 2022 headline that aligns beautifully to what Dr. David Arora saw in 2012. All right, report. Israeli F-35s penetrated Iranian airspace repeatedly during war drills. London-based Saudi news outlet says drones and mid-air refueling aircraft took part in exercises and managed to avoid Russian and Iranian detection. Wow. Oh, my goodness. This article goes all the way back also to 2012 from the Times of Israel. Quote, only, quote, the nuclear option, end quote, can work against Iran, says former IDF chief. But Dan Halutz tells the Sunday Times, I hope BB is not mad enough to even think about it. Next one up, IDF chief on Iran nuke program, negative developments could prompt Israeli response. Halevi says Isra- Israel's capabilities against Iran are good but need to be enhanced. National security advisor insists that even bunker buster bomb proof nuclear site cannot be uh site can uh, can, it, it can, it can be reached. Um it says military achieved uh potential negative developments um regarding the Iran nuclear program would cause Israel to take to react. Um and it talks about their progress with nuclear enrichment and everything, but it doesn't give away any secrets. So anyway, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Thank you, Jesus. Here we go. So this particular report says that Hillary Clinton appears to set to make her 2024 move. She says that Biden's age. she says it publicly, is a, quote, Concern. Wow. Get this. Now, I'm not going to play this because I'm going to save a little bit of time. Club of Rome. A man from the Club of Rome. His name is Colin Jorgescu. Uh, now, if you don't know who the Club of Rome is, they're part of the Committee of 300. They're way up there. Um, way, 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 way way up there. But what's really fascinating in his testimony here, I guess I will play a little bitty snippet of it. I don't want to play the whole thing because he gets in all the babies getting killed and everything like that. I'm just getting a little bit, don't really, anyway, oh, God, I have other headlines that I got it, but I'll just play a little snippet of it here. See, I want to see if I can get to the part that he... Is that the
5: UN agenda is the same with Davos agenda. Mm -hmm. This, in fact, is my main topic for our conversation today. For this reason, this oligarchic, the world oligarchic system, they have the power on Europe because they control all the people like Bundeskanzler or president or prime minister or whatever there are. So, so for this reason, sorry to interrupt you, the, the situation with Donald, Donald Trump was a big shock. They didn't expect that to happen. That was an accident, I suppose. Absolutely an accident. Not part system. of their game was plan. the first time of the oligarch system was what happened an accident. Mm-hmm.
4: Okay. I wanted you to hear that. The first time that the elite shape-shifting entities, baby-killing freaks, most of them fallen angels, very dark, draconian evil, that Donald Trump was a surprise, which we all know, because every single, I mean, everybody, every media outlet, I, I fell asleep. I woke up the next day and I'm like, Donald Trump got elected? And of course, that was devastating to many of us who were convinced that Obama was going to institute martial law and he would be the last president. And this man was convinced that was the case, too. And he was the former president of the Club of Rome. Let me tell you something, folks. I know that hierarchy very well. This is very high up. If they were surprised, then this was injected by the Lord. But you know what else? It could be a test because God tests the righteous
7: it could be a test to see who's allegiant to Jesus
4: and who's allegiant to saving their own skin, who's allegiant to America instead of our Father. But we'll see, because there's an awful lot of Christians out there that have been prophesying i had tea with jesus yesterday i had you know i've been with jesus jesus told me this jesus told me that here jesus there jesus everywhere jesus jesus and they come back and they say donald trump's going to get beamed into the white house it's going to happen tomorrow it'll happen this next thursday it's been going on for years and they have been wrong all of them forever and i you know anyway i ain't even going to go there but it's just it's just how it is but i did want you to hear that that was Kind of shocking to me. All right, praise God, but nevertheless, it is what it is. All right, praise Jesus. Now, I want you to hear this. Now, there have been um, media folks out there that I do listen to. I do enjoy their programs, but they're a little soft sometimes. Well, actually, they're a lot soft sometimes. And uh, that's okay. Sometimes they hit the jackpot, and they get a great story, and other times they soften things way too much. Infowars, on the other hand, in regard to the uh, stuff going on over at Target, nailed it. All right. I'm just here to tell you they nailed it. So anybody who's softening the blow on Target and kind of downplaying the significance of what they've done, OK, needs to maybe reexamine how they're reporting the news. I don't care how alternative and how good hearted they intend to be. And the other thing is, if they're kind of playing soft to the LGBT agenda and all that, uh, not good. Not a good sign, folks. But anyway, this is on Target. This is from Infowars. This is in regard to what's going on at the Target stores. And, by the way, it has a testimony that I was going to play by itself and I've saved by itself of a uh, well-known child actor from Hollywood who saw what they were up to and made a run for it. And it's embedded into this actual audio video compilation. So I'm going to go ahead and play this. I wish you, I wish you could see it. I will tell you that if you go to infowars.com and you type you look for the headline it says global satanic agenda. Sorry, my bad. I think it's a uh, global satanic agenda reflected in target clothing and children's merchandise. I believe that's what it says in the headline on at infowars.com. But let me play this for you. Very important. The whole thing is very important. Hold on a second. Here we go.
2: Welcome back to segment five of the second hour of the Alex Jones Show. I'm your host, Alex Jones. Owen has a special guest, an amazing uh, pastor with uh, millions and millions of, of, of viewers and listeners uh, who's, who's moved to Texas, who's been doing a great job uh, on the border, covering what's happening there. He'll be joining us coming up in the next hour in studio. But I wanted to point out to the viewers and listeners that we really are facing a satanic conspiracy and people that hear about that on the service who don't know history think that sounds crazy but if you study history every human culture goes through cycles and during the collapse portion of the cycle before rebirth what can only be described as demonic satanic cults take over doesn't matter if it's in ancient asia or africa or uh, europe or mesoamerica the exact same thing happens over and over again and At the heart of Hollywood and at the heart of all these systems is Satanism. There was a report on Infowars.com yesterday that I'm going to be uh, filing a report on tomorrow because I want to put all the imagery together because there's so much of it. That Target stores haven't just come out uh, with whole sections nationwide, worldwide, wherever they have stores, teaching girls their boys, boys their girls, and just all this other crazy dehumanization garbage, but they're also selling toys and apparel that shows guillotines, and it says, kill anti-trans, and it's not just that one shirt or that one piece of apparel. Literally, dozens and dozens of pieces of apparel, clothing, jewelry, saying, we love Satan, and we're going to start killing people that are oppressing trans. Well, the trans people are killing themselves because the drugs they're put on, how they're brainwashed. The NIH just did a big study of 200 people and two of them committed suicide, a bunch of others were completely crazy. We're talking kids, young children, eight, nine, 10, 11 years old that they put on these drugs. So this is mind control. They take them, they tell them they're in other sex, they put them on a bunch of drugs, they stunt their growth, they they cause all these health problems. Many cases they go ahead and just cut their genitals off. And then when they're unhappy and depressed, They blame society and say you're being attacked. And, of course, we now know they're suppressing the transgender attacker in Tennessee's manifesto because the word is, of course, she was anti-Christian and pissed off and also attacked the uh, school chapel, but the media suppressed that. So openly saying they love Satanism, in fact, we'll put on screen right now uh, that uh, Target uh, article from InfoWars.com. I mean, go read the article and look at it. It's got more than 10 tweets in it with images of what's being sold in Target. But I spent like an hour yesterday going through the the full apparel line. And I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, it's we love Satan. We love death. We're going to kill people. We're going to chop your heads off. We're going to smash your head with clubs and with hammers and with maces. We're coming. We're an army. We're going to slaughter you. This is Target doing this. Okay? They're absolutely proud of this. They are coming after our children. This is the externalization of the hierarchy, externalization of the method. This is Satanism, period. So Gregory said a quick report on Ricky Schroeder, uh, who obviously is a famous Hollywood uh, child actor, uh, saying that they basically tried to induct him into one of these cults. And I can tell you from a lot of sources, and it's also come out, this is absolutely dead on and absolutely how they do it. And this is how they recruit you. So here's the report. We'll be back with Owen Schroyer and a special guest in studio.
4: Alex Jones revealed over 20 years ago how world elites reenact human sacrifice every year at Bohemian Grove. And there have been several whistleblowers reporting that satanic ritual sacrifice is at the highest levels of our society. Ritualized murder is, after all, the ultimate expression of tyranny. And as disturbing as it is to most people, it has commonly been used as a form of blackmail. Former child actor Rick Schroeder recently released a video of a childhood experience he had in Hollywood where he believes he met members of this
11: cult Let me explain When I was young, I couldn't drive yet Uh, I was hanging out with the older guys uh, And on point doom and Somebody popped in a cassette tape into a VHS player and there was a room with a body, I believe it was a male, laying on a table. And uh, people came around the room, it was dimly lit, but they had hoods and robes on. And uh, they had some sort of ritual where they took out a knife and they cut him down the side. It was his right side. And they took out parts of him and the blood started flowing and they were chanting. And um, some, there was women there and they took off their clothes and then they took the blood and they smeared it on their bodies and started to be sexual with each other. It was uh, quite disturbing to see. And so uh, they gave me the cassette and I took the cassette to somebody I trusted. And uh we watched it, and uh they said, "Never watch that again, and give it back to whoever gave it to you." So I did that, but I was always confused about why they didn't ask where it came from, and so I believe that I met some of the cult members when I was younger. If in fact we have no accountability or justice, it could be because these people that are supposed to bring us justice and protect and defend the Constitution are corrupted by this cult. I have no fear of them. You know, I only fear Jesus. And so perhaps whoever's investigating these folks needs to we need to go a layer below the top and come up from the mid-level who are not cult members been blackmailed by the cult possibly because uh, that's the only explanation I have for why we haven't had accountability and justice for what they've done to America and continue to do to America while we all just watch so I share this with the hope that those mid-level people that are investigating it, the FBI and the CIA, will understand that their superiors, perhaps, will never give us justice because of the level of blackmail involved. All right, that's off my chest. That feels better. Now you all know. God bless America. God bless those trying to defeat this cult. In Jesus' name, I give you this message. Amen. All
4: right. I've been calling it the Global Zionist Crimes Indicate for I don't even know how long. But anyway, um, that is 100% correct. And the Senate is completely owned. They're all owned. Um, And it's a checkmate. So when Glenn Beck, God bless his sweetheart, when Jim Jordan is like praising Jesus on the Glenn Beck show and all this kind of stuff and they're, you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert and everybody's like this, that and the other thing. They're having all these committee hearings and this, you know, you think, you know, they want to have a Biden. um, No, not going to work. Got to have sign off from the Senate. Senate ain't going to do it. They're not going to get the numbers because they're afraid for their lives. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Um, I'm going to go ahead and mark this one as for a later time. Uh, This particular one is uh, about 5,200 Pentagon employees that were caught with child porn and nothing ever happened. Um, I want you to hear this, though, and then we're going to, you know, Lauren, hang in there for me, buddy, buddy, because, I, I, you know, I I didn't know what I was up against today, and I, I loaded up some very critical stories so i want to get these out all right listen to this uh, wait now before i play this hold on let me just give you the background on this now um so supposedly the nebraska um senate or whatever you want to call it uh just put together a r- relatively good um law uh that's uh you know you know not wef not davos not 2023 not you know not lgbt and none of that kind of stuff okay and and so but evidently not everybody that's part of the nebraska government system uh um so anyway, I'm just going to tell you on May 22nd, of 2023, for around two minutes and 40 seconds, Nebraska State Senate, Mikaela Kavanaugh, Democrat, repeated, transgender people belong here. We need transgender people. I want you to hear this, though. This is demonic possession on a level that most people on earth have never really experienced. Okay, let's listen to this.
11: In the Nebraska— number- Nebraska State Senate, or does she belong in a mental institution? Here is Michaela Kavanaugh supporting trans surgery for minors.
4: is in their government, a lawmaker, that person, I can tell you, I promise you that I am right about this, is a satanic ritual abuse victim that has been triggered and is currently under mind control. And that's some bad stuff, folks. Just letting you know. Also, a headline, very, very important, praise God. <laughs> All right, South. Listen to this. These are the countries. There are now thirty countries lined up to join BRICS. It's uh, looks almost like half the Earth, and it'll probably be more. Uh, I, you know, I could sit here and read every one of them: Algiers, Argentina, uh, Afga- Afghanistan, Bangladesh, Bahrain, Belarus, Venezuela, Egypt, Zimbabwe, Indonesia, Iran, Kazakhstan, Mexico. Keeps going. United Arab Emirates. The list goes on. Saudi Arabia. So we can see the, the, the um, behold of black force and the third seal coming, uh, happening right now. All right. Praise God. All right. Here's another. Uh, this is a uh, world uh, – I'm sorry. Hold on a second. Let me just see. Oh, this is a Cro- member of parliament in Croatia. Listen to what he says. Very important.
9: I would like uh, shortly to, where are people, from upcoming uh, danger for humanity. The World Health Organization wants all countries to sign an agreement on handing over the authority to declare a pandemic, procure vaccine and drugs. It would be healthier and safer for humanity to sign an agreement with the Colombian drug cartel. They know all about drugs, for sure. During the COVID pandemic, World Health Organization only told lies. It should be declared a terroristic organization. They lie. That is a new and no virus. That is possible to make an effective vaccine. That the vaccine is 82% effective. That is, protects against serious illness and deaths. That all, of course, were foolish and lies today. World Health Organization is more dangerous for humanity than World Economic Forum. Thank you.
4: All right. Now, he gave that speech to the, the, to the uh, European Union leadership. And you know how many of those are owned? Or reptilians? A very, very, very large amount. Do so you think it's going to mean anything? No. It's not going to mean anything. These are Satanists. These are shape-shifting reptilians, Draco reptilians. These are fallen seraphim. This is a very dire situation. It is a checkmate. And we are, boy, we are go- barreling deep into the end times faster than I could have ever imagined. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. All right. So, again, uh, keep keep in mind that under the proposed changes, they, it, it, it's gotten worse. It's actually gotten worse. Okay. So, they, um they're 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 really going to get rid of all of anybody any all rights. They're going to be able to bash down your door, hold you down, give you give you an injection, take you to a FEMA camp, all that kind of stuff, and it's on a global level. Just because. Oh, and by the way, I I, I don't even want to get into this. The dark satanic credentials of the guy who leads the WHO. These guys are all in bed together. It is a very sick, twisted, evil Bohemian Grove group of filthy entities from the bowels of Sheol. All right. Oh, by the way, just in case you didn't know, the Food and Drug Administration has just put up a page on their website called Rumor Control. How about that? So if any of us evil folks out there that don't want to take the vax are overheard in a restaurant saying, I don't want to take the vax, guess what? It's a rumor. You can go in and report it to the Food and Drug Administration. Where do you think that's going to go? To our friendly neighborhood... FBI. Which, of course, you're not going to do anything about because the Senate is controlled. They are all under control. They have their hearts in the right place, but, and they thought they were going to do a lot of wonderful things, and I already knew it. I knew at the very second that they got a majority in the, in the House of Representatives that, that it wasn't going to mean hella beans. I said so on the radio show. I, I, but anyway, whatever. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Next one up. New York Times reports pro-Ukraine forces appear to have used United States-made armored vehicles in its uh, incursion into Russia. So what happened was uh, they actually took United States uh, Humvees and, and MRAPs and all these other stuff that we gave them. And they went right in and attacked Russia on their land. They tried to imposter, you know, make themselves look like they were Russians and pretend like they were Russians, and putting Z's all over them so that they could trick. But they were all blown to bits, and it's uh, game over for that. All right. And by the way, Bakhmut is toast. Uh, Putin has absolutely wiped them out. Uh, they have very little hope. To, to the only reason they're still doing anything is because it's not, it's not Ukrainian troops. It's not. Polish troops, it's United States troops, it's French troops, it's everybody but the Ukraine, and it drives me nuts when I'm listening to certain radio shows, even though I really like them, and they haven't figured that part out yet. It makes me want to rip out my last two hairs on the top of my balding head. All right, praise God, thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Washington Free Beacon reports, Americans' missile defense system is in tatters, government reports finds. Hey, I wonder if Putin reads that. I'm telling you, folks, if we didn't have boomers floating around the bottom of the ocean making it difficult, and they still use, uh, you know, Sears. <laughs> we don't, but they do. All right, next one up. Florida Standard reports, 600,000 Americans per year are dying from the COVID shots. It says top, listen to this insurance analyst. Gee, I wonder if they know anything about that sort of thing. <laughs> Trying to brace us for a new COVID wave with up to 65 million weekly cases. Wow. Well, guess what? I just got cut off from my 90-day uh, prescription for one of the meds that I need to keep my blood pressure from jumping up to like 230 over 130, which has happened before, and I was told to go to the emergency room immediately. And it really makes me mad when people go, pharmacia, 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 and I'm like, Luke was a medical doctor. What's the matter with you? I get it. I understand it. But you, you're taking it too far, and you're making people people. No, people have to. If you're you're gonna die. My mom died from from uh, uh, from a um, oh diabetes all right so I, I don't want to hear people going making making it out like everything is bad that is absolutely ridiculous all right so anyway that is you know i ugh, that frustrates me but anyway trying to brace us for new covid wave cases 65 million weekly cases now i could play for you my um uh my audio bite right here of uh my call so while i'm being told uh let's see if it comes up
10: Medical
4: Center, at North Dale She's a great doctor, by the way.
10: Tampa,
4: but listen, listen what comes next. Oh.
10: Will
4: be with you Hold on a second. Listen what comes next. I just got told that I can't get my ninety-day supply anymore. Now I got to go to thirty. Well, listen to what they're saying on their thing now.
10: how to schedule your appointment, please continue to hold for the next available representative. Thank you.
4: <laughs> Can you believe that? So I get told I can't get my meds, but now they're going on a COVID protocol. Why? Why? Because of this evil. They're getting ready to lock it. It's all coming back again all coming back, and they haven't even released the next version of whatever it is they're going to release, which I don't believe it's what certain other radio shows think it is. I strongly do not believe it's any kind of H5N1, none of that kind of stuff, or pig virus, or chicken flu, or whatever, or whatever. No. I think it's going to be exactly what they're having the tabletop exercise over right now, although there's some creepy weird stuff going on with Bill Gates, so who knows? Anyway, everything is on the table, according to Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan, who is like, praise the Lord, thank you, Jesus, when he was on the Glenn Beck show, so he is a believer, praise God. He says, he says, Jim Jordan threatens to cut FBI funding and open a Clinton probe. And all I have to say is, well, no, no. I don't even want to think about it. If the Lord doesn't protect them, he has the house life expectancy of a house fly by saying that. Anyway, that being said, next up. World Health Organization uh, uh, warns of unusual surge in severity of myocarditis in babies. So, you know, isn't it fascinating? What they do is they cover their tracks. They come out. Even the FBI is coming forward and saying, oh, well, this and oh, well, that. And, yeah, we acknowledge we kind of dorked up there. And, yeah, there were some mistakes made, and they try to play it down. It's, it's a type of uh, – it's just uh, – it's um, – yeah, I forget what they call it. But anyway, it's, it's – oh, and by the way, did you know all of the Clinton and Obama documentation that the FBI collected – during that period of time they have just told everybody it has been destroyed they do not have it brazil declares animal declares animal health emergency amidst an avian flu case there's somebody out there there's some folks out there that are going oh no this is going to be the next pandemic oh no this is going to be the next pandemic you know what folks they're going to do everything they can to keep us Completely, but again, you got catastrophic contagion, Sears, the tabletop top exercise that they're doing. John Hopkins University uh, for Health Security, in partnership with the World Health Organization and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation is conducting catastrophic contagion, and it's about the Sears, the release of a Sears of uh, virus that goes after children and kills them. That's the one I think. Although, you has got this report, Jeffrey Epstein's attempt to extort money from Bill Gates over alleged affair with a young Russian. So there's people out there, pretty high up actually, that are suggesting that Gates might be in trouble. Sometimes they eat their young, so we'll have to watch and see. Next one up. Breaking. Trump files a $3.78 billion defamation lawsuit against the Washington Post. And you might say, hey, well, then. We'll have to wait and see. Republican megadonor abandons Trump and now says that DeSantis is the leader. So this particular person had met with uh, DeSantis and his wife. They are legit. I don't care what these other people out on Twitter and stuff are saying about DeSantis. He is not bad. The problem is that the people that are bad-mouthing DeSantis don't like His radicalness. He is radically Christian. He is radically against abortion. He is radically about gay uh, homosexuality. He is radically against anything that is not of the Bible. He is radical about it, and he is willing to put on boxing gloves. He has written a bunch of laws. They were all passed in both the House and the Senate of the the Congress in Florida. He's even outlawed CBDCs. He's outlawed. He's created a law called Don't Say Gay. It made Disney mad, and he's standing up against Disney and boxing their ears anyway and then there are people out there that are saying well he's getting paid off by this or that or the other thing he's this and that and he's this well you let me tell you something if you look into the people that are bad-mouthing DeSantis I can tell you one thing you're going to find out about them they're definitely not radical Christians he is and then, of course, don't forget, you had Megyn Kelly coming forward on a viral video, telling everybody, "Hey, you know, no matter what happens, the people that are Trump loyalists are never going to turn, and you're going to lose." And even, even even the guy that that's now funding DeSantis, he even said he said the election won't be about President Biden's bad record; it will be a referendum on Trump. Nevertheless, Lambert acknowledged that it's going to be a battle for DeSantis to beat Trump. You have to beat Trump and not alienate Trump's voters. No, oh, I will tell you something, folks. I really like the Santas, and I'm, I'm benefiting by him, and he's the real deal. And I don't care what anybody says because I know more about him and I've heard more speeches from him than probably anybody out there on Twitter. And I will tell you there's a lot of people that are full of bovine feces out there. Now, all that being said, is the timing good? Quite frankly, it's not. Is he going to win? No, look. It's not going to happen. Megyn Kelly is correct. Nothing is going to stop the loyalists for Trump. They're, nothing will stop them. They won't stop them. They're unstoppable. The whole so it you know the only thing that this could cause is an upset, and that upset would be very bad, and it would keep um, the, Biden in office or worse, Hillary. Oh, and then, folks, goodness gracious, what's going to happen to us? How long is this going to drag out if that happens? <sighs> I would much rather. I, I, I like DeSantis. He's much more of a Christian than Trump. I do not like the people worship Trump. I know that God and the Lord Jesus Christ do not like it. I do think it's a test for Christianity, and that they have failed the test. However, the idea of Hillary getting in there, I don't want to think about it. Can barely wake up in the morning as it is. Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. All right, and then one more here: Tampa Pride Festival is canceled after Florida cuts off access because there are children being allowed there. Wait a minute, Netanyahu—that's that, DeSantis, by the way. Don't take a said. Nope, sorry, can't do it. You can't, not allowed to do it. There's kids going to that event. You're canceled. Cancel. You want cancel culture? Talk to DeSantis. By the way, he knows about the vaxes and everything else. Now granted, n- nobody did in the beginning and it's not Trump's fault for getting sucker punched by Fauci and all the reptilians that he was surrounded by. All right, Netanyahu government says double airstrikes in Syria, so they're ramping things up, ramping things up. Hezbollah stages war games for media, search readiness in, in, uh, to comfort Israel. It just goes on and on. Zero Hedge is freaking out because there are call buys going in. call buys mean that you're betting against the market and there are tons and tons and tons and tons and tons and tons. And, tons and, all, and let me tell you something, Zero Hedge, when they saw the Convex Value Report said the only words out of their mouth was, whoa. All right. You following along, third seal and all that. Kevin McCarthy comes forward, and he tells everybody, we are not going to give in to the Democrats. We are not going to approve their budget. We are not, 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 not. Next thing comes along, Treasury Department says it will issue a $700 billion in Treasury bills within weeks of the debt ceiling deal, draining liquidity from the market, which leads to what? financial collapse. Corporate bankruptcies are creeping up as pressures on the economy grows. Stores are closed. Bankruptcy, corporate bankruptcies are happening all over the place. Another headline, Asian markets sink as the United States debt ceilings talk stall. Wait a minute, could the falling away in 2 Thessalonians 2 already be taking place? Well, let's see what this says. The Hill reports, does God exist? Only half of Americans still say yes. Sounds like the falling away. Wait a minute, Facebook claims jesus is hate hate speech. It says that a person had put it up. Jesus died so you could live, and they marked it as hate speech, made a big deal about it, told him he was going to take it down, all sort of thing, blocked him this that, and you know no, not allowed to talk about that. Do not all right. another one. How many Israelites believe that the Jews are the chosen people the Bible? describes far fewer than you might think finds an exclusive poll. Dun, dun, dun. Giving up on the Messiah. Shocking news survey finds nearly half of Israel, Israeli Jews do not believe Messiah will ever really come to the earth. Ah. But Jesus will not come unless the falling away comes first, and the man of sin is revealed. Oh my goodness, are we closed? Crops are destroyed in India uh because the temperature's rising. Um, if you want to go and search it out on um uh, at a ch- uh, channel on YouTube, it's called Weather Space G Space Tommy, and you can see a video entitled "Huge Waves in Cornwall." huge waves in Cornwall and the channel is Weather G Tommy, T-O-M-M-Y. Let me tell you, when you see that video, you are going to understand what Jesus meant when he said, signs in the sun and the moon and the stars, seas roaring. This is mind-blowing. And then to add a little bit of a twist to everything for the four seal because we know the seals are already broken and they're rolling out together the New York Times reports that a group of orcas that are usually very friendly to people sank three boats in southern Europe in the last year according to scientists wow and the beasts of the earth and sadly the Washington Post reports that seniors are flooding to homeless shelters that can't care for them seniors are flooding to homeless shelters that are unable to care for them. And on that note, let's bring on Brother Lauren Peterson. We did way over time. The sheer volume of news, man, covered you for the dentist office.
0: <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, it's all falling it's apart. Incredible. It's, all it's falling
4: incredible. It's incredible. How did everything go? With the, how did everything – the whole world is falling apart. I even talked uh, a little bit in the beginning of the program about – you know, let's talk about um, angels, sons of God, who are we, why are we here, pre-existence, the scriptures that nobody wants to talk about. You know, like, Lauren, think about this. Why did, why did Jesus shoot up into the sky? Why didn't he just say to him, hey, I'm going to heaven now. Three, two, one. And boom, he's gone. But wait a minute. He didn't do that. He shot up into the sky. Wait a minute. How come Paul on the road to Damascus was walking along and this giant light shines on his face and then Jesus is talking to him from the light? What's that all about? What's that all about? I want to know right now. Somebody needs to tell me. Okay, you know you know what I mean? How come the angel showed up in front of Daniel and he went, Whoa, holy majority, what is that thing? Oh my gosh and he threw himself prostrate on the ground and he was shaken for fear of his life and the angel said, Fear not, Daniel, beloved of God
0: yeah, You know why yeah. you
4: know Daniel you know, Daniel's he's probably already pooped his pants by then. Yeah. Can you imagine?
0: Yeah.
4: I yeah. would have. Wow. Yep. You know, I mean, nobody ever asks these questions. You know, we just read it and we're just like, oh, yeah, yeah, la, 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 la. How come the Lord, tell me this, how come the Lord walked up to with another man angel, walked up to Sarai and Abram's tent and said, Sarai's going to have a kid. Yeah. And Abram's kind of hanging out going, oh, uh, uh, all right. And Sarai's in the in the tent going, yeah. <laughs> do you have any idea how old that dude is? And the Lord was not happy with her. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah. It says the Lord was there. What do you mean he's walking around like a dude? You know what I'm saying? He's just kind of hanging out with a man angel cruising along. And there's Sarai in the tent. And then they overheard her. You know, and i Nobody ever asked that question. How come the angels, how come the angels that went to Lot's house walk in the front door and all the LGBT, LLMNOP transvestite, Michael Obama creeps come up to the door and they're like, boom, 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 boom. We want you. We want you. We want you. We want you. And the Lot's like going... Hey, get my daughters, get my daughters, give them, give them the daughters, let them have them, at least you angels will be okay, and everything, will, you know, and he's like ready to sacrifice his daughters, and his, and they're like, we don't want those daughters, we, you know, we're, we're Michael Obama, we want in, we want in, we want in, and then the angels are like inside of the house, and they're just kind of going like, um, well, it looks like we're trapped, um, hmm. I have to come up with a plan here, <laughs> wait a minute, what's up with that, why didn't they just go like, bewitched and twinkle twinkle twinkle, and just dis- disappear with lot what's up with that why did they have to run away what's the whole deal there you know i don't understand you know i thought they were angels why does jesus say that that uh that john the baptist is elijah if you can receive it the church makes up all kinds of stuff you know what i'm saying what's that all about yeah Nobody ever yeah. asked the hard questions. Nobody ever asked the obvious questions. Nobody knows why is there a cloud floating around in the sky, following them around everywhere in the desert? What's that about, a big cloud? <laughs> following yeah. them around, following the around the desert. Big old cloud everywhere they go. Cloud here, cloud there, here, everywhere. Cloud, cloud. No, it's a big old cloud following them everywhere they go. What's inside the cloud?
0: They were being trapped. It (laughs) It could be a collection
4: of tiny little (laughs) drops. It's just a collection of tiny little drops of water. That's all that was there. (laughs) Now, why don't you explain, with the time that we have left, what you explained to me a gazillion (laughs) years ago about why angels need technology. If you do that in the next 25 minutes without getting sidetracked about some other thing, then you have done God a service. Hallelujah. Anyway, on that note, I'll turn the mic over to you. Go for it. Let's see if you can do it. I know you can. But you did it to me, even while I was yelling at you. Called you an insane lunatic and other things too that I shouldn't have said. Anybody, anyway, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Tell people why do they do? Why okay, do they need that? Why do they need the technology?
0: The simple explanation is the same question. Uh, kind of like around the turn of the century that I, I confronted. You know, it was bugging me just like bugging you. You know, and <clears throat> so. In that in that regard, the Lord kind of said, "Well, look around you. What do you see? You know, look at look around you. Look at the world around you. What do you see?" And it was like um, not like look around. Well, I'm in my basement. You know, what am I supposed to see? You know, <laughs> it's like look around. The the indication of look around at that instance was to look around at the world. You know, what's around the world? Well, you know. <clears throat> We've got land. We've got water. We've got air. We've got space. So the simple explanation is oftentimes the the, the explanation, you know, we like to take the simple things of God and make them so complicated nobody can understand them. <laughs> you know the simple message, message and messages that are in the Bible. So. Okay, so we're land-based creatures. I don't know anybody myself that's got gills on the side of their neck and and can, uh, you know, go to Lake Pactola and go deep water diving without a swimsuit or air tanks or a snorkel or something. So so if you want to go into the water to that extent, then you have to have a snorkel or uh, tanks or um, (laughs) a, a suit or a a diving bell or a submarine or something because it's not our normal habitat. So you have to have some kind of technology to go out there and to go in there into that realm, into that dimensional realm of water. It's not our normal dimensional experience. Likewise, when uh, whales or porpoises, uh, you know, they beach themselves, you know, they commit suicide. And they're breathing hard because on the beaches, because it's not their normal habitat. They don't have the kind of equipment to be land-based breathers, so they die. Now, if they had the ability to construct technology and 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 uh, you know the the wherewithal, the the knowledge to construct technology to live on land, then maybe they could then. But they would have to be wearing some kind of land suit that would yet accommodate their need for to be in water. So imagine being in a suit that's filled up with water for them. <laughs> you know? and, okay, so birds, okay, so we see the birds flying around. So, you know, good luck to anybody who thinks they can, uh, you know, jump off a building or a mountain or a tr- out of a tree and flap your arms and fly like a bird. Good luck to you, you know. <laughs> Because uh, it ain't going to happen. We need a technology to to fly in the air. It's not our normal habitat. It's a different dimensional, okay. And then space. You want to blast off into space without the proper equipment? Well, prepare to get burned to to a to a crisp from the solar radiation. And besides everything else would happen, you know. Uh, so you need a technology <clears throat> to go out there. It's not our normal habitat. Now, the other, another additional way to look at it is that Photoshopping. You know, I think pretty much everybody knows what Photoshopping is, is you can take multiple images as well as text and blend them together to look like an original portrait or a full portrait or a full a landscape without the ability to detect pictures and texts and, and ads and everything all blended together it looks like it's all one so when we look at the world this planet all around us to us it looks like it's all one we do not perceive that on a simple basis there's land dimension there's water dimension air dimension and space dimension that all need separate technologies to exist there Now you take that simple explanation and you expand it out, and we have to get past the uh, notion that the earth is flat with a a solid dome around it. Because God's a the God, he's a master ant farmer, you know, and we're just a bunch of ants down here on this planet. Isn't our God mighty and wonderful? The mighty ant farmer. Okay, I'm sorry, folks, I can't buy into that. My God is so much bigger than an ant farmer. Okay, there is intelligent life out there, and just because we can't perceive it, that just means that we're dupuses. okay um, in former times, former civilizations were in more direct contact with alien civilizations, and <clears throat> you roll a clock back to the run up to the tower of Babel, you roll a clock up back to the, uh, the the Nephilim that came down, you know, from the, the 200 watchers and stuff and, and created Nephilim and giants and all that business and brought their technologies with them. Okay, does that sound like doofuses? Okay, you know, they're coming from above. Where? From that solid dome up there somewhere? You know, can't we shoot a missile at it and break it to pieces? Okay. <laughs> when God created in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth heavens is plural doesn't that imply something that there's at least multiple you know plural means there's more than one okay so there's more than one heaven that god created it doesn't specify how many but then you start thinking okay so scientists have figured out some of them are on board the idea of multiverse, multiple universes. And some are gotten on board that there's, there had to have been something before the Big Bang. Because, you know, Big Bang is the source of all existence, is one theory, right? But some scientists are uh, probing this. Well, what there had to have been something before the Big Bang. Well, that's a big bingo. Why don't you read your Bible? It's right there in verse one, Genesis one one. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. So we can interpret the heavens mean multiple universes, multiple dimensions, realms, heavens, and smorgasbord of life forms. All in all, the earth possibly meaning a lower dimensional realities. Not necessarily three-dimensional only, like where we're at, three-dimensional, we're three-dimensional beings, but that's due to our fallen state. Adam and Eve, before they fell, were hardwired, their DNA capable of being in multiple realms. The uh, Garden of Eden, they were able to bilocate. They could be here on Earth. And in the throne room of the Most High, at the same time, experiencing both realities at the same time. Don't wrap your mind around that. They had that natural capability created in their them. When they were created, they were created 100% perfect. That should be a no-brainer. And we know that. We're triune beings, we body, soul, and spirit. So that would then imply that the DNA that God constructed them with, that that portion of DNA, their original DNA, there was a portion that dealt with their earth suits, their avatar suits. There was a portion of DNA that, that uh, worked and activated in the soul realm. And then there was a portion of DNA that was activated and worked in the supernatural spiritual realm. That was that then the portion of that then was a direct connect to the throne room, to the triune god, a direct connection. Just like uh, since the Cuban Missile Crisis of uh, the JFK administration, uh, some of you remember that, but that then um, put on the front burner to establish the hotline between Washington, D.C. and Moscow. A hotline. It's a direct connect. There's nobody else on that line. Okay, so the president or the president of, of Russia can call each other directly. They don't have to go through a mobel or anybody else. They just call direct. Okay, it's a hotline. <clears throat> so here on Earth, Adam and Eve had direct wired in their DNA a direct hotline into the Holy of Holies, because they hadn't fallen yet, by location, by located ability. So wrap your mind around that. So if that's the case, and then God has his holy angels and everything, so we're in the fallen one-third, the the, um, six days of creation story is in reality the six day ages of restoration of the fallen one-third of the original creation. That gets into the angel wars storyline, which is embedded in scripture. So the creation story does not, um, the traditional uh, explanation is you read from verse 1 through 31 straight through without interruption. And that, that works fine to a certain point. It's like Newtonian physics, okay? Newtonian physics works fine, but up to a certain point. And then it falls apart. It's still valid down here in our realm, okay? It still works that way, but the Newtonian physics is a subset of a much larger physics. And then what they discovered was that higher uh, reality of physics is but a subset of quantum physics. And then we're going to find out eventually that quantum physics is a subset of, of something even bigger physics, Okay, we think, wow, quantum realities, quantum physics, wow, look what we think and what we can do so far with all this. And you know what? It's still in the um, Tinker toy box stage, you know, sandbox stage. We're just playing in a sandbox. <laughs> Little children playing in the sandbox think we've, wow, look what we found. Look what we can do building this sandcastle. Okay. So think of terms for literally you think okay jesus can hear all of our prayers he can observe us all at the same time he knows exactly what's going on even before we we know what's going on all at the same time how well, how can he do that well we we Kind of well, you know. Some obviously, yeah. Some things we just have to take by faith. Sometimes we just don't understand with our little peanut brains how, you know, God's ways work. And uh, I think it's Isaiah that uh, my ways are above your ways, my my word is above your word. You know, my reality is a way above your reality. Kind of um, scripture there. And so we have to then wrap our minds around that as a fallen beings, we've been cut off from that direct connect. But it's possible to reconnect that, To the process of reconnecting and growing back into that through, one, accepting Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, and then two, the baptism of the Holy Ghost. That baptism is the one that reestablishes the direct connect with the Holy Spirit in the throne room. So, folks, if you haven't yet been baptized in the Holy Ghost, or maybe you have, but you need a refresher, okay, John's got on his website some excellent source material all about the Holy Spirit and baptism and how to be baptized, et cetera. Okay, so don't don't dismiss it. Don't think that's a bunch of rubbish or it's all of the devil kind of stuff. Yes, the devil has his counterfeit. Everything that God has ever said or done, the devil has a counterfeit. You can't let that stand in your way. You want if you want to everything you can get from Jesus, then you need to be bold enough to move forward, out of the dis, away from the distractions, and embrace the fullness of the gospel of Jesus Christ. You can't hold back. We're in that time now, where evil is erupting all around us, and. We've got to be on alert 24-7 almost. And yes, it wears, some of us who've been around for quite a while, it still wears us down too. And it's a real challenge to remain resilient and buoyant in such a depressing world. <clears throat> but that's the hope we have in our relationship with Jesus, that he will enable us to remain, to regain that buoyancy, to regain that, that newness. Of outlook, in spite of what we see around us and experience. So then, how how does he, you know, when uh, Lucifer, before he fell, he was the high priest of the nine stone covenant of the nine angelic orders. That's borne out Ezekiel twenty-eight, verses twelve through nineteen. And don't let anybody convince you that that's talking about a mortal man like a king or something that lived a long time ago and then died. That is not talking about a mortal man. You read those verses carefully, and I ask you, when, when uh, verses 12, uh, specifically 13 through 15, speaks of this being as being perfect in all his ways, perfect, do you know, of any mortal being? Since Adam and Eve fell, that's been perfect in all his ways? If you do, please bring it to our awareness. If you can't, then it's obvious that those scriptures are talking about Lucifer and not a mortal being. Now, the verses prior to 1 through 11 are talking about a mortal king. That lived and died on this planet. But uh, 12 through 19 are talking about the power behind that king. And you read those verses carefully. And then you tie those verses back over to Isaiah chapter 14, 12 on down the line. And you will see, especially if you pray about it, you ask Jesus to open up your eyes. You will see the direct connect connection between those two Uh, groups of scriptures. But when Lucifer was, one of his roles, his job, job roles as high priest was to take the latest word of God out to all of creation. And once you wrap your mind around that all of creation was more than just this planet with a dome around it with a bunch of ants running around, okay? That if we were the only pebble on the beach, there wouldn't be a beach to begin with. Our God is much bigger than one planet with a dome around it, okay? So you've got to get past that deception to embrace how big, how powerful, how immense our Lord Jesus Christ is, okay? And when you do and you start, you'll realize Jesus will reveal more and more to you just how awesome and immense he is and how awesome and immense his creation was and is but to enable lucifer to get the latest word of god out to all of creation okay so what are we going to do Sublight speed take him an eternity just to get the first word of god out and there, you know god jesus is broadcasting his word 24-7. So, I mean, Lucifer would be totally beside him even a Warp Factor 1, okay? Even Star Trek, Warp Factor 10, Starship Enterprise would be too slow to get the latest word of God out to all of creation because it's a massive chunk of real estate with life forms and angelics and civilizations all over the place. We've got galaxies within galaxies. We've got uh, solar systems and planets, and and who knows what else beyond galaxies and other dimensional arenas? Okay, that exist that that's beyond our sensory ca- or even scientific abilities to detect alternate types of galaxies that might exist than what we can see in the telescopes. Okay, expand your imagination godly imagination to just how big god's creation is and and so how do you get the latest word of god out okay so even jump rooms even wormholes super fast right but it's still too slow to get the latest word of god out to all of creation before the next word of god comes out so how did lucifer do it because he benefited from god's technology to be in all places at the same time and all times from the same place, it's called multiplexing, multidimensional multiplexing. We can understand that with uh, if you go back to the uh, 70s, 80s with the old CRTs, where you, when you, uh, computer CRTs, you, and TVs, where you literally could see the pixels on the screen. Okay. I still have some of those old, old CRTs. So you can literally see the pixels. Nowadays with the screens, the, the pixelization is very tight. That's a dot pitch, I guess, D, DP or whatever it is. So tight you can't cannot detect the individual pixels. Still there. And what, what happens on your CRT screen back then, as well as now, is it's called, uh, what is it, tracing. Okay. There's a signal going on in the hardware there, and it's super fast. From the top left to the bottom right, is zip, 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 super fast, your eyes can't detect the tracing that's going on behind the scenes that illuminates the various pixels to create the colorization and all the pictures and all the text that you see on your screen. It's going super fast. And, and to our natural eye, it seems like it's immediate. But behind the scenes, it's super fast. So let's take that example of pixelization that that trace signal is uh, illuminating maybe one pixel and maybe not illuminating another, okay, and various colorization, you know, uh, to create the image we see. <clears throat> and then take into effect the uh, Photoshopping concept of where you can take multiple elements and blend them together so when we look at the telescopes and look out there how do we know that what we're looking at might be more than one universe to our eyes our instruments that looks like we wouldn't know that it's through our instruments it looks like one thing but in reality it's more than one thing that we're looking at but we can't detect that with our instruments, that there's maybe more, one that looks like it's been photoshopped, but we wouldn't know that it's been photoshopped. To our instruments, it just looks like one thing out there, one universe. We could be looking at multiple universes. We could be looking at universes from other dimensional angles that would give, you know, like you have a two-dimensional, you know, your your CRT screens are two-dimensional. Well, now, they've been working in the lab for a long time for three-dimensional holographic screens, okay? And in some instances, I'm sure they already have them working just fine, 3D holographic images. Wouldn't that be cool, right? <clears throat> well, let's amp that up to fourth dimensional, fifth dimensional, six, seven, eight, nine-dimensional holographic images. Now, how far do we go with this that we can understand from our myopic viewpoint what that would mean? So Lucifer benefited from, from God's technologies of a multidimensional um, <laughs> um, ability, a multiplex ability to get the word of God out at the same time, all places at the same time, and all times from the same place. Immediate transmission, in other words. And keep in mind... Creation is a huge chunk of real estate. But when Lucifer rebelled and God cast him out of the mountain of God, that's God's top governmental structure, and he fell down to the earth, Lucifer did not have access to that technology anymore.
4: Nice.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They were at the top of the hour.
4: 14, 13. Well, did I... You did an excellent
0: job. The the angels of God benefit from God's technology, some of them. Some of them, because they're maybe lower-dimensional, lower-ranking angels, then they have to use a technology to go from the unfallen two-thirds realms into our fallen one-third realms. Uh, And uh, so – they're coming into a hostile environment. This fallen one-third is a hostile environment. So obviously they've got to have some kind of protection, some kind of technology, If they're a lower-dimensional angel. Now, maybe the angel that appeared under Daniel was a higher-dimensional angel, and maybe he didn't need um, uh, you know, lower-dimensional technology to come here and appear before Daniel.
4: Maybe he or, had a higher-dimensional
0: type of technology. Yeah. Or ahead. maybe
4: it has nothing to do with dimensions, and maybe it's just a spiritual manifestation versus an incarnation into a human body. That's what I'm going to maintain. That, that too. Because that yeah. yeah. The, I mean, it's a possibility, but you know, there's so many. Yeah. There are so many dynamics, but but you know how how I think the glossary of terms. Is a little bit yeah. ambiguous because we have to reason our way through it, but you know, yeah. um, you know, I really like what Einstein said. I really think there's a little bit, if not a lot, of truth behind the holodeck of the Star Trek Voyager. I really think yeah. there's a lot of truth there. I, I really think that that when Einstein said we live in a hologram, albeit in a, a, con- a very convincing one, and yeah. then I, and then when I heard you know that thing so so could it you know I believe in the interdimension and in, in the multi-dimensional uh, concepts because they're 100 percent absolutely factual. There's no doubt about it. The testimonies that support that are are in, you know unlimited. Um, yep. You know, and and the way that you described Adam and Eve, I think, is very um, uh, relevant too because even in Zen's Zen's book, uh, Zen Garcia's book, he talks about how essentially you know the way he puts it is a little bit different. The glossary terms is a little bit different, but basically, uh, in so many words, he said that when you know when They were walking with God in the original, uh, you know, Garden of Eden. They were on essentially a different dimension, you know, and then and then what I did was I tried to make that easier for people to grasp. And I said, well, you know, think of it like this. The Garden of Eden after the fall got injected onto an earth that was teeming with life because, you know, some sometimes people's brains stink on different levels. You know what I mean? And. You know it 's like the only way I was able able to get algebraic order of operations is I ended up with a really, really good tutor in my engineering school and uh which by the way, I did not you know graduate from that's neither here nor there but um but I ended up with the tutor was fabulous I mean, I had taken order of operations algebra from so many teachers, and I sat there glazed over like a cucumber going, "What are they talking about?" and I get one good tutor that knew how to put it into words that I understood and all of a sudden it was like, hey, where's my bell? We got just enough time to play my bell here. And then I got to get to bed and pretend like, see if I can fall asleep. You know, it was like, hey, I get algebra <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden and then I got a 4.0 in That's my right. math class that year. <laughs> so anyway, praise God, Same brother. Here, bro. uh, uh, we we are we are already in overtime. But what's worse is my body is into the 20th, 20th plus hour. So if I don't fall asleep real soon, there ain't gonna be no tribulation out radio show. <laughs> and everybody's like, "Well, why are you talking negative like that?" And I'm, it's like, "No, I'm not talking negative. I'm just being realistic. No job, no show." <laughs> it 's pretty simple it 's exactly. not very mathematical we don 't need order of operations, trigonometry or genometry to figure that one out anyway, thank you, yeah. Brother Lauren. Very, very much. Thank you for your patience tonight. Um, I probably yeah. pumped the show fuller with stuff because I was uncertain about you know your your dynamics, but you did an That's outstanding right. yeah. job. Yeah with your explanation. Thank you so, so much. And we're looking very much forward to you joining us again and continuing this forward uh, on the next program. God bless you. Thank you all for joining us tonight. We will see you at Friday night, 7 p.m. for the Friday Night Prayer Vigil. And I have every determination to make it in Jesus' name. <laughs> God <laughs> bless willing. all of you. Thank you. <laughs> all right. God bless you all. See you all. See okay. all okay. Oh, Hi. and we did. Hey, here's a coincidence for you. We did a baptism huh. of the Holy Spirit special on the last one. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> great! Super. Yeah. I know, right? What a coincidence! Yeah. geek
0: Yep.
9: Any that has I shall lift my obedient children to the clouds, for they shall see my glory.